the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Oh, Yes. And Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carver. This is Ed You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Oh, here we go. Man, I was so pumped last night. And I was going to rewatch everything, and I just never got around to it. Just to catch up. This is so detailed. And I've often, I've always said about Game of Thrones, it's my favorite show on television, but as soon as it finishes, if you ask me what happened, I don't know if I'd be able to tell you. Yeah, and everybody online last night, like my Twitter, even this morning, yeah, everybody's freaking out. Reddit? Oh man, forget about it. Because it's very confusing. Game of Thrones is a very confusing show. And even though I'm a giant fan, I still don't know what happens. And I had said, I bet you if somebody watches episode one last night and if they were to explain to somebody what went down on the show they would sound just as smart and knowledgeable as somebody who has watched from the beginning like me sure so damn it Maury hello hi how are you good you've never seen Game of Thrones before never will again either no, that's not true. Oh. <laughs> that's what you think. That's what you think. Five oh, more episodes no. to go. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, because the one thing that fans oh. love is they love the recaps after oh, yeah. Game of Thrones. So Maury has never seen Game of Thrones before. So I said, listen, watch Game of Thrones and write your notes while watching the show. Don't do it after the fact. Don't do any research. Just turn it on and write down what you see. Sure. And give the fans a recap. Because where we left off last season was a zombie dragon burning a hole through a wall of ice. The ice wall, right? Okay. Okay, so that's where we left off. It didn't start that way Oh. last night. Okay. They sort of sw- zombie they, dragon? They, 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 ah. We don't know yet. Oh, we have okay. no, We have no idea. So, damn it, Maury, uh, please, if you could okay. go through your recap so of these are Game of Thrones final season. Oh, my God, that's ep- a lot of ep- notes. Episode one. Okay, so it starts with a, a boy, little boy running through the woods, which yeah. is covered in snow and ice. Yeah. Okay, then the poor people get to ask Jon Snow for more stuff that they need, and they're asking for horses and wagons. Yeah. Um, okay, so then uh, we're outside where people are moving rocks from one wagon to another. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then Jon Snow is standing under a big tree with a face carved in it, and he's just standing there and looking at the face in a tree. And then a girl yeah. brings him a long knife, and they exchange knives and hug. <laughs> Yeah. And I'll tell you, that moment is what everybody was waiting for, by the way. The oh. knife exchange and the hug? But go on. Okay. So an okay. old man then uh, comes into the village and says that the dead people have broken through the wall. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Uh, then uh, we're in a room with lots of fireplaces, and a different queen with red hair is sitting in that famous chair that we know. Yeah. And they're the talking about elephants and how great they are. Um, one of the guys <laughs> complains that the queen shows no affection. Yeah. Um, then we're in a bed in a bedroom with three girls getting naked and cuddling with one naked guy yeah. while talking about dragons. They're interrupted <laughs> by a really old guy in a robe saying the queen needs them right away. All, all four of 
floor. <laughs> <laughs> then we're back into the room with the queen talking about elephants. And the same guy with a mustache is flirting with the queen saying that he's going to put a prince in her belly. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have said spoiler alert before this? <laughs> nah. <laughs> suddenly, no we're, suddenly we're on a boat yeah. and some guy shows up shooting everyone with a bow and arrow in the face. Um, <laughs> each person falls to the ground with no screams or sounds and a lady with a really long finger shows up to save one of the guys and says this amazing line what is dead may never die right which okay. I thought was awesome Jon Snow and his sister are walking in a market buying onions or something talking uh, and then two men on horses show up and say something in a different language and I wrote it down as I got a goal of Sinbad okay yeah okay <laughs> I got a goal of Sinbad yeah. then we're in a field with two massive dragons John says I don't know how to ride a dragon. And then his sister says, nobody knows how to ride a dragon until you ride a dragon. And they fly away <laughs> on the dragon laughing <laughs> and land in front of a waterfall and they start making out. Yeah. And, okay. Now Jon Snow is in some lady's kitchen complaining about abandoning the crown and the Hungarian queen. Okay. That will stand by them. <laughs> and he admits to saving the North because he loves the Hungarian queen. Now some chubby guy with a goatee is um, crying because he stole a sword. Then uh, runs off to a young guy just sitting outside. And the chubby guy says that he's Jon Snow's brother. And the young guy says he's not his brother. Okay? Yeah. Spoiler Suddenly <laughs> the chubby guy is at the Winter's Fair telling Jon Snow that someone killed his parents. Jon looks surprised. We learn that Jon Snow's mother was Lyanna Stark and his father was Rayon the Hungarian. <laughs> and it seems that this is big news. Jon Snow is the true king, egg on Hungarian. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so, anyway, so that was Game of Thrones last night. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Renee, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm good. How are you? Good. So you just texted us. And, Roz, let me read to you what Renee said. Right. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you. I've been listening since I started driving in 2010. Last May, I won a trip to Mexico during Mixo de Mayo with Air Transat. Finally, we get to leave tomorrow. Oh, Winning wow. this trip was a blessing in disguise, and I'm so thankful that I was one of the lucky winners. Since October, my family has been dealing with my grandmother who fell and broke her hip and shoulder. Three weeks ago, she passed away. I feel like you guys here, quote, thank you all the time, but I just want to give you a big thanks for making the past few months bearable and making me belly laugh every single morning. That's from Renee. Aww. Uh, so thank you for your text, Renee. You're welcome. Uh, so sorry to hear about your grandmother, but we're really happy that you get to, to go on vacation, though. Yes, it's honestly, like like I said, a blessing in disguise. I feel like everything happened for a reason so that I can just go on this trip and clear my head and kind of try to get back to normal. So there was no other way to say thank you than what I said. I'm going to challenge you on the blessing in disguise thing. You want a free trip. <laughs> Yes. Normally when somebody says it's a blessing in disguise is when you fall downstairs, break your ankle, miss your flight, and the plane goes down. That's a blessing in disguise. Oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> Winning a free trip is not a blessing in disguise. You shouldn't say that because I'm a terrible flyer. <laughs> Who are you taking with you on the trip, Renee? I'm a horrible flyer. <laughs> My boyfriend. Oh, that's nice. How long have you guys been dating? Yeah. Uh, well, we've been together for three years, yeah. but we've known each other for ten before that. So oh, wow. thirteen oh. years technically really? all together. Now, so were you, yeah. you weren't you weren't dating during those ten years before 
you started no, dating, right? No, no, no. Oh. So, no, no, no. So you guys were just friends? So stereotypical, but he was like my best friend. Yeah. He still is, but yeah. he was my best friend and... He was always my go-to when I, or I had a problem. Right. Oh, See, wow. Yeah, because that's what happens. Because guys, men and women can't be friends. Um, did you, during the time that you guys <laughs> were like just best friends, what? did you ever date anybody else? And did he ever date anybody else? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, wow. then you, and then you got jealous when he had a great girlfriend, right? Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> the turning point was when he said she was exactly like me. So yeah. I was like, well, that can't happen. Oh, yeah, exactly. he said that? Damn. <laughs> and then, he knows what he's doing. And then who made the first move to become boyfriend-girlfriend? He did. Yeah. Oh, okay. What did he say? Do you remember? Uh, we actually went out for a night out with my friends, and I had a little too much to drink, and he took really, really good care of me, and then he asked me to go out for... I think this was right before Valentine's Day. And then um, about a week later, I went over and we just had like a, we went out for sushi, we played some video games, and then that's when he kind of started making his moves. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he asked you out when you were drunk? No, no, no. Oh. This was after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All right. Well, um, all the best to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your text. We hope you enjoy your trip. We're so happy that you're finally able to make it. Very happy. I'm so excited. Count, counting down. Aww. And between Roz and Mocha, but who's your favorite? My favorite has always been Roz. Oh. <laughs> always. Oh, look at that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I do have a request if possible. Yeah. Do you think you guys can play Pinch so we can hear it uh, when we're on our way to the airport tomorrow? <laughs> oh, damn. Girl, come on now. <laughs> it's one of our favorite games. Why do you like it so uh. much? I Honestly, it just makes me cackle like you know when you laugh so hard that no sound comes out yeah, yeah. that's what it makes me do all the time every right. single time well just for you renee uh we will play pinched thank you and if by chance you miss it make sure you download the razamoga show podcast because it will be available on the next episode okay oh my gosh my boyfriend and i listen to it religiously oh yeah nice so. have you left a uh, rating or review yet I believe so. Oh, I think nice. so. I will check. If not, I will. <laughs> okay, please do. Thank you. We appreciate it. I definitely will. Have fun on your trip, Renee. We love you. Love you too, guys. Thank you so much. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Ready to get your ass whooped? Uh-oh. Or your face pinched, I mean? <laughs> uh, so by request, um, pinched, which is a uh, Roz and Mocha original game. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yep. So how pinch works? Mocha versus Mori. Yeah. You guys will go head to head. Simple Maury. trivia. In between you guys, there is a stack of wooden clothes pegs. You get a question wrong, you get pinched. Your opponent gets to put a clothes peg anywhere on their body that they see fit. And yes, if this is your first time listening, it is as painful as it sounds. Mm -hmm. Torture almost. Uh, gentlemen, your categories today are vroom. These are uh, all questions about cars. Great. And uh, your other category to choose from is wood. <laughs> Will it be vroom or wood? Wood. Long black usually comes with its own driver. More. Uh, limo. Incorrect. Mocha. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face just now. It's like troll me much. Okay. Uh, okay. Can I do please back of the arm? We've never done back of the arm. I don't know if that's gonna stick, but feel free. He's got them super tight triceps. Oh, no, I need you to not flex it. You're that's impossible. I was just gonna say thanks. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I got you. Ow! 
Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Wow, Ooh, that, that one pinched right off. Uh, again, the category is Vroom. These are all cars. In one way, shape, or form, the answer will be a car. Okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Uh, question two, Zoom Zoom. Uh, Maury. Mazda. Yeah. Where are you going? I'm going to... Maury um, is... Lip beard. Going My lip beard? Lip beard. I don't even know what kind of thing that is. Oh, right. Hanging right from the top lip just there. Doesn't even hurt. No? I mean, oh. ouch. Oh, <laughs> Why, would wow. Why would you do wow. that, Maury? Okay. Continuing on to the category of room. <laughs> yeah. Now that we've ripped the roof off, what are we going to call it? Uh, Mocha. Convertible. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Damn, Maury, open your mouth. No, don't Ew. stick out your tongue. Uh, <laughs> God, stick out your tongue again? Ew. What is that on your tongue? Grapes. It's like a weird green. Like and actual white. grapes, or is that some weird condition I've never heard of called grapes? <laughs> <laughs> I've got grapes. Mark <laughs> <laughs> goes to the doctor. I'm sorry, sir. We have grapes. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Mocha is going to wear with his uh, clothes bag. <laughs> you need antibiotics. Yeah. All right, stick out your tongue. Oh, oh, the tongue. No. What? Wow. Ah! Okay, it's right for the tongue. Okay, uh, continue on the category of room. Yeah. Okay, uh, the question. The saddest little car ever. Maury drives uh, one. Oh. Mocha. <laughs> Yaris. Yes. <laughs> so Maury, for the first time ever in Pinched, has a clothes peg on the tip of his tongue. Maury, open your mouth. <laughs> oh, Mocha's going back on the tongue. Okay. Another one on the tongue. Oh, God, he's got two on his tongue. Okay, I'm moving on to the category of wood. Uh, rhymes with reader. Maury. Uh, what? Peter? Yeah. The category is wood. Wood. Uh-huh. Rhymes with reader. Sweeter? Sweeter. No. Sweeter. Uh, Mocha. Cedar. Correct. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go with the top of Maury's lip. Oh, so they're going to be clanking around. (laughs) Maury has two on the tongue and one on the lip. Okay, uh, moving on to the category of wood. Oh, sorry. Rhymes with staple. Oh. Maury. Maple. 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 Correct. Excuse me. It's what? That's full of hair. Open your mouth. Did you just say that that's full of hair? He did. Okay. Okay. Continuing on the category of wood rhymes with cloak. Maury. Oak. Oak. Yeah. Correct. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The tongue? Yeah. Oh, Maury's going on the tongue now. <gasps> oh, okay. wow. You know what? That was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Finally, yeah. in the category, last question, the category of wood uh, <laughs> rhymes with Bruce. Uh, Maury. Seuss. Excuse me? Seuss. Seuss. Uh, Mocha. Bruce. <laughs> Excuse me? Bruce. Okay, sorry, say again? Seuss. <laughs> It rhymes with Bruce, yeah. gentlemen, in the category of wood. Mocha, what are you trying to say? I hear you Bruce. What are you trying to say? Maury? Okay, I don't know what you're saying. Okay, Mocha? Mocha, somebody, gentlemen, one of you, please just say the answer. Bruce. Okay, it, it does not start with a TH, okay? No. Okay. Oh, spruce. Yes, that's right. right. <laughs> 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 
quickly. Let's tally them up. Uh, Mocha, you have one, two. Maury, you have one, two, no. three. I have oh. three. Maury has one, two, three. Four. No, I have two. Mori has one, two, three, four, five. Five. Okay, there we go. So, Mocha, you are the winner today. Hey! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi, it's Gina. Hi, Gina. Um, So, I've just been getting caught up on your podcast. I'm like two months in with baby number two, so I've been binging them while I'm with her. Oh, wow. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> That's awesome. How, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm very tired, but, yeah. you know... Yeah. So every time Maury talks about like sleeping into 12 and all the sleep he's doing, my brain doesn't even know what that feels like anymore. And like, I don't think anyone would limit Maury their kid, but I feel like you guys should get him one of those dolls from high school and let the dammits experience that for a night. Okay. We did. Yeah. Gina, years ago, we were able to do that and the electronic baby, uh, it had technology in it where it would record like everything that happened when that baby was quote unquote awake. If the dammits shook the baby, uh, <laughs> if the dammits fed the baby, if the yeah. dammits changed or didn't change or didn't feed or anything like that. And the results were not shocking for us because the dammits didn't know how to look after this baby. <laughs> and at one point, the baby was crying and I think they tried to take the battery out and that didn't work so then they shoved it under the bed. Oh my God. And then Maury also broke an arm. Right, yeah. Oh so no. that that already, do we have that still? Yeah, we'll find that. Yeah, we recorded the whole thing. So oh we have God. that audio. We can play it. Give yeah. us a couple of minutes. We'll find it and play it for you guys. And, and didn't we get a report back from the company of how terrible they were? Oh, because how many they, snores and how many cries? Yes, because the, this baby that we had, they could download all that info. And then there was somebody from the company, the baby company, yeah. <laughs> that came in and gave us a breakdown of how... Uh, neglectful the dammits were with the with the baby. That's yeah. right. I remember that. Okay, so let's find that. Can we find that right yeah. now? And things went downhill like almost immediately. You oh. guys didn't even last a full 24 hours with this kid. Oh, no. Matthew, I've never seen him so angry in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, give us a couple of minutes. Let me just search the archives here, Gina. Wait till he checks your DMs, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I laughing? <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations, Gina. Thanks, guys. Uh, before we play the experience that the Dammit's had with this electronic baby, yeah, I'll read you this text that we got at 925 I had an electronic baby, and my friend actually shook the baby, and the head fell off. Oh, no. So. Oh, no. <laughs> maybe that makes you guys feel oh, better? no. It'll cry. I'm not doing this, Maureen. No way. Yes. No. Yes. No. Okay, you could take care of it. Not me. This is a single it. parent right now. No, we're going to take care of it together. No. We're going to do it in shifts. Oh, you shifts. My shift will be in bed sleeping. If this interrupts it, down the chute or outside on the balcony oh, because I don't care. Like, Let's see how this goes. It's not happening. I'm not doing this. <laughs> okay, so it started off perfect. Happy parents, right? Happy parents. And the baby's name was what? Mar- uh, Mariah. Mar- Mariah. Right. <laughs> It needs the bottle. Yeah, but it stops making the sound. Yeah, but it's it stop making the sound. No, it's hmm. continuing. It's drinking. It's like, what if we wanted to go to New York tomorrow? What do we do with the baby? <laughs> you bring the baby with. No, that's my point. You can't just get up and leave. I've seen babies on airplanes. How come it's taking this long for the for the bottle? Oh no, 
I remember this from my little brothers. Like, trust me, you'll be there for an hour feeding that thing. <laughs> <laughs> an hour. <laughs> Look who's the baby expert now, all of a sudden. <laughs> oh my God, Maury, I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, well, I'm trying to shut up the baby. I've had enough. Take the battery better and like no, or I'm leaving, I'm going to a hotel. What what if this is real life? This is an experiment. It's not real life. If you go through this this entire night, I am telling you, look at me, you are going to regret it. Oh. So you make your decision. This happens the whole night, and I don't sleep tonight, which I'm already not sleeping. Because of this thing. I don't I want more than an hour of sleep. Like I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you want me to go through the stats now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You have the stats so, still? Yeah, so they, okay. they, they sent through the report on when Maury and Matthew had the robot baby when they tried to take care of it. Yeah. Uh, cried to be fed 79 times. <laughs> it was neglected eight times. Cried to be burped 39 times. Cried to be changed 33 times. Neglected to change 10 times. Cried to be rocked 26 times. Placed in an unsafe position on head or side 51 times. Head not supported 28 times. Roughly handled 7 times. And roughly shaken once. (laughs) What baby cries and poops that much? All of them. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, we've talked about Air Transat's Kids Club like enough times. And if you have not yet joined, and if you have kids uh, between the ages of two and 11, you have to get on this. Like for real. First of all, it's free. And the advantages that you get with being a member of the Air Transat Kids Club, it's incredible. Yeah, what you do is. When, just do it when you're booking your travel. Like it's the easiest time to do it because you're already there. You're already on the site. And Kids Club, what that gets you is because I think that maybe people find it confusing. It's not like a place in the airport where you can go and like leave your kids. Like it's not Kids Club. It is an all around overall Air Transat Kids Club. So mm-hmm. it's them looking after your best interests and your kids' best interests and making traveling with kids that much easier. One, when you get to the airport, there's a dedicated check in counter, which okay? a lot of people don't know. We talked to a guy uh, who heard who listens to the show and heard us talking about Kids Club on the podcast. And when he got to the airport, he signed his kid up for Kids Club and all these perks started rolling in that he had no idea about. Yep. So it's speedier service when when you arrive to the airport and also pre-boarding. Okay. Oh, huge, right? You're now one of those people, the people that you used to look at and go, what did you do to get pre-boarding? Yeah. Nothing. All you did for free was sign up your kid to Kids Club. Yeah, and you get this in economy class too, yeah. which is like just major, major onboard surprises to make travel fun, priority baggage handling, mm-hmm. stroller gate delivery service, which again, another big, big deal. Uh, plus, you get entered to win an exciting family vacation when you sign up. All you have to do to learn more about the Kids Club is visit online airtransat.com. Okay, now let's Let's take a phone call. Hi, this is the Roz Mocha Show. Who's this? My name's Mike. Mike. So, Roz, Mike sent this to us via yeah. text just now. Okay. <laughs> I don't know which way this is going to go. I hope in the direction of fun. It says, okay. hey, guys, I love the show. Ever since I was on the show once, I've had a problem with Roz that I need to resolve. Oh, wow. Yeah, so one time I called, and um, you guys asked me who my favorite was, so I sent Mocha, yeah. and, and Roz is like, your mother. 
<laughs> so you said your favorite was Mocha, and my answer to that was your mother. Yeah, so now, ever since that happened on the show, yeah. all, all my friends make fun of me. So if I had a conversation, yeah. they'll be like, you're, you're mother. And then I'm like, oh, holy. I'm like, holy, sad, man. So now, so now I have a phone because now all my friends make fun of me because uh, Raj said your mother. So I, I need to fix the phone. <laughs> all right, well, how are you going to fix it? I don't know. That's why I need to resolve it. That's why I need to talk to Raj. I, I don't know. Hopefully we can find a solution. Oh, well, between Raj and Mocha, who's your favorite? We'll ask you again. Why not? I mean, it's still the same answer. I mean, it has to be Mocha, right? So, uh, uh, I don't know. Hopefully, Law doesn't get too offended by that, but... Uh, your mother. Yeah, I know. I knew you guys, I knew you guys say that. <laughs> Dude, all you had to do was just say, just in that moment, even lying, just say that I was your favorite and we would have fixed everything. I would have taken it all back. I can't go, man. I'm an honest guy. I can't lie. Man. Listen, your, fr yeah. your friends sound awesome, by the way. <laughs> oh, they're, they're great. They even had, they even had the conversation recorded and everything. So, oh, uh, no. <laughs> I, I, so uh, I, get, I get reminded very often. Thanks for uh, still listening. Oh, yeah, all the time, man. No problem. All right. Hey, Take care. Say hi to your mother for me. Oh, I will. Say hi to your mother, too. <laughs> <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Julian. It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how are you? Good, man. How are you today? I'm good. We're going to try to help fix your life, bro. All right, that's cool. Thank you. All right, Julian, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha FML. I'm in quite the dilemma. Should I really leave my best friend of six years for my new wife? What I mean is, my wife just came to Canada for the first time six months ago. I've been here 10 years, so I have my circle of friends, including my best friend. They don't accept me when I'm with her. Ah, your best friend's a woman. Uh, because they say that I'm not myself. Plus, with my best friend being a girl, my wife doesn't trust me seeing them. So now I feel like I'm being pulled in two different directions and I don't know what to do. Julian, where are you from? I'm from Burlington. I'm oh. from Columbia originally. Columbia. And where's your wife from that she just got here six months ago? She's from Columbia too. Oh, okay, cool. So, were you married in Columbia or you met? How'd you guys meet? We met about like 11 years ago uh, before I came here. Mm -hmm. We dated for a little bit and then I ended up coming here. So we broke up and then we kept talking the whole time here. But like we were not in a relationship. And then uh, we started talking about her coming here like about maybe like a year ago, a year and a half ago. I told my friends that she was going to come. They were like kind of excited a little bit. But then when she came, like they, they said I stopped like acting some different ways around her. So when did you marry your wife? I married her when she came for a vacation like last year. And so she's finally moving here, but you're married now. Yeah. You love her. Yes, I do. You want to spend your life with this woman. Yes, I do. Okay. Have you and the best friend ever hooked up? Like, really, like, long ago, though. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, she's got to get like out of your life now. Ago, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. I can see why yeah. your wife uh, doesn't want you to be hanging around with your best friend who also happens to be a woman who also happens to be somebody that you hooked up with years ago. Does your wife know that you guys hooked up years ago? I told her at first and she, and she sent she sent fine with it. Yeah. She was like, oh, like, okay. but it was long ago, right? And no, she's no, like, no. okay. Why didn't and you, then you... afterwards, 
like she's just like, oh no, like I, I just can't accept it anymore. No, of course not. Um, yeah, because she didn't she, accept it then either. Yeah, no. She was just telling you that to make you feel better. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's information that uh, you should have put in your uh, original note to us. But I see, <laughs> I'm looking for it again. I'm going over this again. You did not say that you had hooked up with the best friend. I may be old school in this thinking, but um, opposite sex best friends are relationship killers. Because most people aren't friends with somebody of the opposite sex that they're not at least a little bit attracted to. Yeah. If you really like them that much, why did you guys, why aren't you guys together? Or is it just a matter of time because maybe they are married or in a relationship and you're just sort of buying time? Like there's all sorts of different reasons, but I'm, I'm, I'm of the mind that opposite sex, best friends, while you're trying to be married and work on your, your relationship, they kill it. They don't work, man. Yeah. They don't work. Wait a minute. I'm trying to understand something here, Julian, because you said you're your best friends, right? Plural. Is this based on the one individual person, like the girl that you hooked up with, or is this uh, based on the big group of friends that you can't hang out with anymore? Okay, so so what happens is that my best friend, uh, she like she's part of this group, right? So yeah. she always hangs out with us. Like, oh, okay. Every yeah. time I used to hang out with them, she was always there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it, it's kind of like, not just her, it's like the whole group I would say because now I can see no but it's the whole they, group because of her you know what I mean like you can't yeah, go I, and yeah. say to your wife yeah. you're gonna go hang out with this group of friends and that girl that you hooked up with isn't going to be there yeah you know what people don't want in a relationship like when you're married to somebody and you're kind of like when you're at home and when you're on the couch and it's sort of time between the two of you and you look over and they're kind of like laughing and having a good time on their phone and they're texting with somebody and who they're texting with is like their best friend who's the opposite sex. That kills your that kills your relationship, man. Yeah, yeah man. I, I, it does. I understand that. Yeah, it kills. Sure. It kills. You shouldn't be telling like when you go off and you run to somebody because maybe you're having a problem or you got something you need to work out or whatever it is. You don't go off to don't go running off to another woman to talk to to that stuff about. Talk to your wife about that stuff. Don't go sharing secrets or have inside jokes. It kills her, man. Like that, and it, and it would kill a guy too. It goes the same way. It's it's not good for a marriage. Yeah, concentrate on your marriage, bro. Like, she's only been here six months, your wife, right? Yeah. Concentrate on her and making a, a good life for the two of you in Canada. Yeah, I, 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 I've I been trying, but, like, the thing is, like, I, I feel bad for, like, because I, I was I used to hang out with them for, like, six years, right? So mm-hmm. that's why I feel like I spend most of my, well, most of my time here in Canada, and, like, it's good memories, you know? <laughs> did your did your girl best friend go to your wedding? Uh, no, she didn't. No, she did not. Why okay. not? Uh, well, at first, but it's a little complicated because what happens it's is because that, you guys had sex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, just say that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, don't do this to your wife. Okay. Yeah. Come don't, on, man. Okay. She's not at this point. She's not a friend. She's uh, she's a spike, and she's a spike in the right in between you and your wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank okay. You. Yeah. Yeah. There's people that have told me that, but like I've been like, you know, just feeling bad about like the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, because you feel like a creep, not because you feel bad for either of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I also feel bad for, for my wife because of, of how she feels. Yeah, know? yeah. And then you're going to see the best friend, and you're going to have to lie to your wife, right? Like you don't want to do that, man. Yeah. All right, Julian, go concentrate on your marriage. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. Roz and Mocha's fix my life only on Kiss. Uh, happy birthday, Mocha. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank Mocha. you, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, it's always awesome when. Uh, when it's your birthday because you're so gracious and grateful for everything and all the love you get on text and calls Aww, and everything thank else. You, Ross. It's, it's, I appreciate it. It's that. always an honor every year to celebrate your birthday with you. Uh, damn it, Maury, 
you historically will do like a poem or something like that for somebody's birthday, right? Always. I like to use my talents as a gift. Okay, so what have you prepared for Mocha today? Oh, a Broadway original. Oh, it's a song. Yeah. Oh. Like as though written by Fosse. Oh, okay. Didn't, didn't he choreograph dance? Okay, so as, as though written by someone who writes songs for Broadway. Okay. Gershwin. There we go. <laughs> Gina? Damn it, Gershwin. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, damn it, Maury, what do you have? Do you need us to play you a song? What are you going to do this a cappella? Yeah. What's happening? Mocha, do you have my track? Oh, oh my track. I mean, I guess. <laughs> oh, on this day, on this day, on this day, uh, 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 on this day, on this day, there was a day where, where I was lost among the airwaves. You were a baby, I want to say, like everyone else. Is there anybody there? You became a man. Then Mocha was born. We don't know when. His mom took him home to Scarborough so far. From breathing through your navel, that's your belly. You were born in a... Mocha, 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 on this day, 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 you were potty trained, now you make it rain, rain, if you were born, where would we be, under a tree, don't know how old you might be, but be as old as you wanna be, Mocha Frap, you're my On this day, on this day, uh, 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 on this day, Mocha, 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 yeah! Oh! <laughs> Yo, that was the best, bro. Happy birthday, bro. Thank Happy you. Birthday. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, um, oh gosh, I'm still laughing from next one. <laughs> Oh, Maury's song just now is Broadway yeah. song. That was great. On this day, on this day, on this day, on this day. I was singing that. Mocha on the phone. I want to sing happy birthday to him. Oh, you want to sing happy birthday? To what? To who, Mocha? Yes. He's on the phone with you right now, honey. Oh. <laughs> well, I can never tell you to a point, okay? That's not my fault. Oh, okay. What's your name? Abby. Abby, the stage is yours. Go ahead. Happy birthday to you. You live in a zoo. Oh. You don't look like a monkey, but somebody in your life probably does. Um, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday Have to you. Have you ever heard happy birthday before? Yes. Okay, just check. I'm not going to get your age because that would just be rude. Okay. Right, well. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> Thank you. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, good morning, guys. Just what? wanted to say I love you guys, and you guys make my morning every single morning. Wow, uh, thank you. What's your name? Crystal. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Mocha. <laughs> oh, that's his birthday. We'll give him that. Hey, hey, did I, hey, did I play you Mocha? Have I played you the the, the birthday cat song yet today on the your birthday? birthday? No. Let me play this for you, right? Okay, now, real quick. It's your birthday today. Birthday today, true. 
There you go. Oh, thanks, guys. Have, have a good day. Thursday, Mocha. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Have a wonderful day. You too. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. You have rules in your house. Yes. When. <laughs> oh, sorry, finish. Go ahead. Well, we all know that. Go ahead. Finish God, your shirt. Shirt's really low today. Huh? I know. Don't don't fix it. Well, no. I was like looking. Stop I'm like pushing I it. Just up. I just got a glimpse out of the corner. You can see like I have a super low V on today, and you have like my have gray chest hair that poke out. Really? Out of I the top the right gray? there. Look at this. Come here and look at this more. Okay. Look at right here. You can see this. And because you're wearing a black shirt. Yeah. Like I'm you not can wearing see, my glasses, so I have to go really close to his chest. You don't have to go that close. But like, look right there. You can see gray just like poking right out but of the top well right there. it works well with the black of the shirt. Yeah. You like that? When the hair hangs out over top of the collar of the, like the, the neck of the shirt like that? That's the sign of a real man. Yeah, okay. Wow, okay. Yeah. Anyway, do you have rules in your yeah. house? Stop talking about my chest hair. <laughs> yeah. Let's actually harass your coworkers. <laughs> uh, so, Maury, go through some of your, like, because I know that you have a ton of rules, but not necessarily for your partner, but, like, do you have house rules that you like people to follow when they come over to Absolutely. your house? The simple mm. ones of taking off your shoes when you come in. There's also a rule, no photography or selfies, if any of the art is in the photos. You can't post those. Why? I don't want art that we have on the wall showcased on your social media. I treat my home as though it's an art gallery. Um, <laughs> okay, the sure you in, do. The soap in the bathroom that I bought on eBay was very expensive, so you're allowed to, and this is true, only half a pump of soap if you're a guest. You tell people that? I actually I show, went in and showed a guest once, this is how much you can use if you're going to the bathroom and need to wash your hands. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Me, let me, oddly, guests are allowed to use Matthew's bathroom, but I'm not. Yeah. Wow. A half pump, huh? Half pump. So let me go through some of these house rules here that they ask people. What are the, like, the, the biggest sort of rules in the house? Um, don't assume you can go anywhere. We all know that. Yeah. Uh, what if it's summertime and somebody comes over and they're wearing like flip-flops or sandals? Yeah. And they take them off at the door. Should they have socks with them to put on in your house? You, I don't, don't care. Don't you have guest socks? Like socks that you give to your guests? No, I don't care. You can come barefoot. Oh, we, have guest, we have guest socks because we also don't want foot sweat on our floor. <laughs> really? Right. If it's a hot 30 degree, feels like 45 outside yeah. day, yeah. and somebody comes over to the condo and they're wearing flip-flops, yeah. and they take those flip-flops off at the front door and walk in, you or, damn it, Matthew, will hand them socks? Yeah, but not winter socks. We have little, what do you call, sport socks. Can you just put these on, please? You have, you have socks for guests? Yeah, guest socks. Wow. What do you do with the guest socks after? Wash they take them, them and put them back in the basket. You take the socks back? <laughs> Hell, the, the, what is the next guest supposed to wear? Uh, uh, put the toilet seat down is another one. No swearing, especially if there's kids around is another one. Uh, no phones at the dinner table is another one. Use a coaster is another one. Yes. Uh, always flush, even for a number one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'd say that's another one. There, there's no like if it's if yellow, let it mellow, right? Yeah, if I go to somebody's spot, I'm gonna. Yeah. What guest flush. leaves number one? Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Oh. I've had I've had people come to the house before. I've had uh, that have left a number one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, that's they forgot. Uh, I've I've probably left a number one at somebody else's house just because I forgot. I get in there and I just start thinking about things and then I just forget. How do you forget the flush though? What's that? How do you forget? I the get flush? a lot of stuff I, going on, like, man. It's part of the routine. It's no. just like. 
I don't even have to think about it. No. Right? Uh, no shoes on the sofa. Take your shoes off at the front yeah. door. And yeah. is it rude or is it acceptable if you are a guest in somebody's house uh. to ask them for their Wi-Fi password so you can use their Wi-Fi? Oh, everyone uh, asks for that. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't feel offended. When friends come over, if they ask me for the password, I, yeah. I, I'm fine. We have it on a Post-it. Really? Yeah. Hold on. You have... Right above where it says, no photos with the art. You have your Wi-Fi password posted for guests, but you won't let them walk barefoot in your in your place? Yeah, because the password's not going to leave marks on the floor. Feet I don't will. give people the Wi-Fi password. No. No. Why? Really, why? No, because I don't want them to. Oh. You're going to make no. them use their LTE? Yeah, you're going to come to my <laughs> yeah, you're going to come to my house. You're going to yeah. come to my house. First of all, we're going to socialize. I don't want you sitting here worrying about how you're going to check all your things, yeah. right? If it, if it costs too much, and you're worried about it, put your phone in your bag. Yeah. And then let's just... So hold on, if you're playing a game, yeah. and they I need to Google something... I don't think you have something. any type of argument yeah, with listen. your yeah. half-pump, no yeah. photos of my art, put your socks on when you walk to the front door, and make sure you give them back before you leave. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hey, so this is Spencer. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm the one that the Dammons had over for the Oscar party a few weeks back. Oh, oh yeah. Boy, right. he talks about you a lot in here. How, how, old yeah. are you? how old are you, Spencer? Uh, 22. 22. Okay, oh. cool. Are you the one with the arms, the big muscles? Yeah, I think they talk me up a bit. It's not, you know, I'm working on it, but it's not, right. it's not, uh, like, not there yet. Was it, who was it that said that, Moore? Who was it that... It was uh, Maury that was talking about Spencer's arms. No. Oh, no it, was my, it was my stepmom, Donna, so who, who said to Matthew going, check out the guns on that one. Right. <laughs> 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 and then didn't they make you hug? Yeah, when Spen- I first met Spencer's, like Donna said, hug, guys, come on, hug. Wow, that's so weird. I'm so busy. Why you gotta be so busy, old lady? Why you gotta be so busy? All Tell right, me to so hug people. what happened? What happened, Spencer? You go to the Dammit's condo. Yeah, so I show up, and I mean, I'm there, and Matthew's, you know, they're complimenting my pants and everything. Matthew's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, they're loving the pants. Like, oh, where where can I get that? I'm, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm very welcomed here. Yeah, but they're like, okay, I'm not, all of a sudden I'm like, hey, can I? Yeah, so Matthew falls me into the washroom. Hey, like, where do you get those pants? They're checking out the tag and everything. <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Spencer. So. Yeah. Damn it, Maury and damn it, Matthew, follow you to the bathroom. Pulling on your pants? <laughs> you see the tag on your, is that like your super weirdo move, Maury? Well, well I couldn't, I, I forgot where, where the like where they were from, so I, I had to kind of check to see, you know, what, they what the brand was. they follow you to the bathroom for that? Yeah, it was kind of a group group ordeal. Okay, now, um, now, get, to the, now get to the half pump. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear that story. <laughs> So, so yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm welcome here. I'm here for dinner, you know, but then all of a sudden <laughs> they're like, yeah, but don't forget about the half pump rule. I'm like, well, what are you, what are you talking about? And they point over to the soap. They're like, yeah, this is, uh, this is some expensive stuff we've got there. So we don't want to waste it. We, I mean, usually we only put it out for when, when guests are over, but you're only allowed half a pump. And I thought they were joking. So yeah. I started laughing, but they're like, no, no, no. Like we're serious. Jeez. Man. Wow. Wow. I'm gonna read you this um tweet that we got. <laughs> yeah. And more, you may want to stay off Twitter for the next little while. Okay. Leanne Wong writes this. I would never want to hang out with Dammit Maury. <laughs> what a posh, pretentious guy. Half a pump of soap, guest socks, no photos in his condo with art displayed. 
<laughs> so, yeah. Leanne's very disappointed in you, Maury. Hey, it's like Whoa. it's like VIP. Yeah, Maury has a yeah exactly. Maury likes to think of the condo as uh, as like the, the the velvet rope, a life experience. Yeah. Uh, so well, that was the thing too. They they asked to take. They're like, oh yeah, let's let's take some pictures, post it on social. But every angle, I was trying to get to like, nope, can't do that because there was a picture of art in the background, so you couldn't get the art in it. <laughs> Oh no! But meanwhile, they take you to the bathroom and pull your pants down. So weird! So weird! Oh god! Hey, Spence, thanks so much, bro. No, thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What's up, yo? Hey, did you hear Keith Urban cover uh, "Old Town Road"? No, with a banjo. Yeah. And it's weird when you see the video. He's just like I think he's like at home sitting in his office, like he's sitting in an office chair. Listen, man, might as well just take advantage of, like, the hottest song out right now. Yeah. Right? Uh, that song, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X, broke the one-week streaming record, which was previously held by Drake. Yeah. Uh, in My Feelings. Drake In My Feelings was streamed 116.2 million times. Old Town Road by Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus streamed 143 million times. That is ridiculous. So what, this is Keith Urban doing Dude, a song? and it's so good. Coachella this coming weekend or what? I have no idea. I would say. Someone's got to bring him out on stage. Makes sense. Yeah, this is the hottest song. Keith Urban is so talented. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. Such a good guitar player, too. I, I'm into it. Yeah. I thought Casey Musgraves was, was going to cover that song during her set over the weekend. Yeah. I honestly thought, I was like, somebody's going to cover Old Town Road yeah. at Coachella. And then when I realized Casey Musgraves was hitting the stage, I was like, for sure. She's going to be the one that makes the news for covering Old Town Road. Although she ended up making the news for trying to do the call and response yeehaw to the crowd and they... That was that was her fault. That wasn't the crowd's fault. That headline is so misleading. Do we have that, Maury? I have it here from yesterday. It's uh, when I say you know this, you say that. Yeah. So this is a. Let's see if Callie can bring the yeehaw to me. Yeah, she's the one that screwed this up, so not them. Right? <laughs> she screwed that up. No, she it's said not when Simon I, says. She said when I say ye, you say ha. Yeah. She screwed it up. It's not Where did si- she screw it up? Because she didn't say ye. She already did it twice. The beat is going. Hold on, let me hear this again. Listen. Well, let's see if Callie can bring the yee haw. Ready? Yeah. Me. I'll say ha with the crowd. So when I say ye, you say ha. Ye. Ha. Ye. Ha. When, when I, 
maybe she was waiting for the beat to go. Yeah, skip no, a beat she so she could up. say because she's messed up the timing. She messed up. The crowd didn't mess up, and all the headlines were Coachella crowd um, screws up a call and response. No, Casey Musgrave screwed up the call response. Well, I'm glad she did this though. I like hearing a crowd at Coachella doing a call and response for Yeehaw. I like hearing Casey Musgrave say, I didn't effing say (laughs) yee. Yeah. When I say yee, you say ha. Yee, ha, yee, ha. When I say yee, you say ha. Ha. I didn't say (laughs) yee. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. We were flying a kite over the weekend. Roxy and I. Yeah. I love flying kites, man. Did I you? Love it. It's so it's like so zen, and yeah. and then we lost one to the tree. Oh, so now there's a pear tree. Wait, how many kites were you flying? Oh my god, we well we have like lots of kites, uh-huh. and then do you make them or no? You just buy hell them? no. Oh, I don't make a kite. That oh. requires like you got to be really into kites to make your own kite. Because my dad, just, my dad makes kites. Yeah, it's just it's too. I'm not into that part. I have never right? driven one. You've never driven a kite. Neither have I. You, I've never <laughs> flown I've never, a kite. I've never driven a kite. No? Have you ever driven a kite, Roz? No. No. Have you ever flown a kite, though? Yes, you I have. have. Yeah. You've never flown a kite, Maury. No, I assume flying it as if you're on it, driving it because you're down on the ground. No, you're flying it. Uh, no, it's really zen. It's really quite incredible. And, and I don't know, like, I don't see a lot of people kite flying. Yeah. And I don't I know think- whether it's because it's just, it's not digital. It's the most analog thing you can do. It's like... Throw something in the air and let the wind catch it, and then just hang on I and can't do remember. nothing. Are you supposed to? Because I haven't since I was. But I thought you kid. run with it. Yeah. So are, depending on how windy it is, throw it in the air and just kind of like let it let the wind take it up as you loosely let the string go. Or yeah. are, do you run and then as you're running, you let go and let the wind take it? So depending on where you are and how windy it is, you can sort of run with it and then eventually, hopefully, the wind will take it up and then you manage it while it's in the in the air. But where we were, Roxy would just hold on to the string and I'd go about 60 feet away from her and just toss the kite in the air and the wind would take it and it would go up. And it was like, there was one point where she was lying on the ground just yeah. staring at this kite that was 150 feet in the air and then asked me to take over because it was just up for so long. Yeah. Like, She's like, I don't know. She's like, it's, I'm so, my hands are so tired Aww, right now, right? Yeah. Uh, but no, kite flying is like really zen. And I don't know if we do enough of that stuff. And I don't know what other sort of comparables there are. Bike, bike riding. To something like flying no. a kite. There's something different Not about frisbee. Yeah. No. No, because nuts. that requires it's, even more uh, body movement, more action. Like a, when you're flying a kite, you can just stand in one spot for like 10, 15 minutes. And you're watching this kite up in the air that you're just holding... It literally is a piece of string yeah. on whatever, like the, the handle that you're using but you, uh, to maneuver it, right? And you're really manipulating, like it's you against like the elements. Like yeah. there's a very like you against nature kind of aspect to it. I guess maybe like, I don't know, like canoeing or something like that would, was what I can compare uh, flying a kite to. Sure. Like it's not like riding a bike. Like riding a bike is, uh, it, you're on a road, you're like, or, or through the mountains or whatever it is, but it's still a thing. Yeah. Right? Blowing bubbles? No, 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 I would not say blowing no. bubbles. Although I do love blowing bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, and I don't know how to like, I don't want to sit here and encourage people to go fly a kite. Do, do people attach keys um, to it or is that just how electricity works? No, it's a was- tail. It's a tail that you attach to it. Um, no, like I don't want to, but I think that you need something analog in your life. 
right? Like you need something that is not digital that you can spend a lot of time on. Dog walking. No, it's not the same thing. It's not, the, and I don't know how to describe what it's like to fly a kite when, on a windy you know day it's when like? it's successful. What's it's like that? flying a kite. It's like flying a kite, <laughs> right. Like that's the only thing I can compare it to is, is flying a kite. But I, I think that we all need, you need something in your life that's analog. Digital's fine. I'm, I'm a big fan of screens. It's all good, whatever, have at Hold it. On but screen. I just think that every now and then you need something in your life that is, that, where you have detached from everything that seems to matter but you're not bored like you need to find something where if you did detach from the digital hive you have something oh you can do God. that's exciting and okay. <laughs> gives you a sense of accomplishment okay. what <laughs> not to take away from digital versus analog yeah what <laughs> you know what i just found in the app store don't tell me there's a kite flying app <laughs> there is shut up <laughs> go to hell go to hell go right to hell don't pass go <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Jessica, are you there? Yep. Hey, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha. I'm, I'm good. How are you? Good. You sound so stressed out, girl. <laughs> I'm working on an assignment at the same time. Oh, okay. Here we okay. go. Take so, a pause on that real quick. Yeah. Jessica, you wrote us this. Razamoka FML. I'm a university student in my third year, and I feel like by now I should know what I want to do. I thought it was being a lawyer, but to be honest with my GPA, ha, 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 doubt it. Uh, I love criminality, and I'm thinking of policing because I think the career is so fascinating. But that said is, at least to my family, is not seen as ideal. That's a tough one. Uh, there's so many paths I can go down with what I've studied already, but I'm feeling overwhelmed and confused. What do I do? How old are you? Uh, I'm 20. You're 20. Okay. So what does your family not find cool about you switching careers? Is it because that you've spent three years already dedicated to being a lawyer? Well, no, 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 no. No, it's just like, that was my plan going in anyway, but like, I already, they're kind of okay with it, I guess switching a little bit but like they're hesitant on me like actually going through with it i mean i'll go through with whatever i want to do in the end it's just for me i'm still confused as to whether i actually do want to be either an officer or if i want to continue on that path of being a lawyer like i don't know how to go about figuring out exactly well as of right now what's your what's your gut telling you to do I don't know, like, continue in school and, like, either do my master's so I can just figure it. Like, I don't know. Do you want to be a lawyer? Not really. Not anymore. I don't okay. think so. Because I know a lot of lawyers. I've dealt with a lot of lawyers. I have friends that are lawyers. And I've never heard anyone at the age that you were who was going towards getting a law degree and then writing the bar where they didn't want to be a lawyer it's like a calling for for them yeah. like this is yeah. it, it's that or it's nothing and because okay. it it is all consuming like when you go in there the life of an articling lawyer is not a good life at all it's it's no, low, it's yeah, low money it's terrible hours and you know the the payoff at the end of the day if you're a good lawyer and you know you really strive to thrive um, as you've seen in millions of examples, the rewards are incredible. I think where you're at right now is you're 20, and I don't think it has as much to do with whether you want to be a lawyer or a cop or your family. You're at the age where the idea of making a mistake is terrifying. Okay, yeah. That's you true. don't want to make a mistake. Mm. You don't want to pick something that you then regret because you're now uh-huh. at the age of where you start making life-changing decisions. Do you think that's what it is, Jessica? 
kind of, yeah, because I have friends right now. They're in their third year. Next year, they're graduating. I'm going to do an extra year. Yeah. But they're graduating and they're looking into their graduate programs or like they're studying for their LSATs or their MCATs and that kind of stuff. So you don't want to go into police policing for fear of what could have been had you continued the path of being a lawyer. You don't want to continue on the path of being a lawyer because you don't like it and don't want to miss out on what might be if you go the policing route. Yeah, kind of, mm-hmm. I guess. You yeah. sound like you want to work with people, right? Yeah. In, yeah. One, in one way, shape, or form. You sound like somebody who sees themselves not necessarily exactly what they're doing, but you know that you're dealing with people. You're not dealing with things. You're dealing with people, right? Yeah. Yeah, and okay. yeah, it, se- it seems like you know sort of how you want to feel at work. You just don't know what you want to do. Wait, have you talked to anybody who is in the police force or going through that process right now to find out uh, exactly what it is and how it feels to do all of that versus potentially being a lawyer? I've done both. So yeah. I, when I was in high school, I was in co-op at a law firm and I did like clerical work for them, mm-hmm. which was so boring. So, which is why I'm like, probably don't want to go down that path. Yeah, you don't want to um, be a lawyer. But, yeah. Let's take that off the table no. right now. Yeah. You want to work with yeah. people. I don't even know if you want to be a cop. You don't think so? Really? No, I don't know if you do. I don't know if you do. You I, I, like, again, cop and lawyer, like cops are, it's not a passive sort of thing like it's not i don't talk to a lot of cops or i've never and i have lots of friends that are cops over the years yeah not one of them this is something that they have strived for for years they are like laser focused on being a cop i don't know a lot of people who are wishy-washy about joining a police force i just don't it sounds like maybe this entire career path for you and you're slowly realizing is not what you thought it would be and not what you want. And you're just trying to now figure out with the education that you do have, what your options are. Well, that's the thing. No, I love my degree and I love what I'm studying. Yeah. And so for me, I'm trying to figure out where to go with said degree. What What is the degree that you have? I, so I am studying right now criminology and yeah. then I'm doing a minor in human rights. And I'm, I like criminology more than the other things I've studied. Okay. Let me ask you this, Jessica. What is going to make you happy? I don't know. I'm just doing something I like. And what is it that you like? Um, I guess it's like working with people. More of a hands-on job type of thing. Um, jeez, uh, I know, I know, I know how you're feeling right now. Is you put all this time into it, and now you're like, oh, I don't want to waste my time. Did I just waste all this time? Like, what do I, what do I do with all this now? Have I already made the right. biggest mistake of my life? God damn. Um, so I understand where you're going from, where you're coming from, but I would say this, Moco, Moco is like right. It's like you got to figure out what what's going to give you purpose. Right, you know, and okay. you can if you like criminality and you like dealing with people. Like, do you not have options? Can you not go and work for an advocacy group that may need can, some yeah, that, no, that, that yeah. may need somebody like you? Can you go and work for three different organizations on yeah. a freelance mm-hmm. basis where you sort of you know the, the your options are still open? Like, I think if you're going down that road of criminality and working with people and wanting purpose and wanting to do a little bit of good, I think you can take the tools you have and experiment for a little while. I don't think you okay. have to be so focused on one thing at this point. I think that you should take what you know, go and use that knowledge, and you may discover that there's a job out there for you that you didn't even know existed. Okay. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. Right? Okay, thank you guys and if you so do, much. If you, if, awesome. you, if you do become a cop, uh-huh. I'm just saying. 
Remember Razamoka. Okay. Remember Razamoka because we may need you one day. <laughs> okay. If you if you do decide to become a lawyer. <laughs> Remember Razamoka. Remember Razamoka because we may need you one day. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, Jessica. Awesome. Hope we help. Yeah, like 13. That's great. Uh, Razamoka's Fix My Life only on KISS. Yo, it's Ron Zamoka. Who's this? Marco. What's up, Marco? How are you? I'm great. You? Good, man. What's going on? Uh, my my wife is a little bit uh, jealous. Why? Because uh, I I messaged you happy birthday the other day, and you and you messaged me back, but she's a Roz fan. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. So, what's your wife's name, Marco? Loretta. Oh, where's she at? You sound very mad at her right now. No, she's right beside me. Oh, hi, Loretta. Hey, how are you? What's going on? <laughs> it's not fair putting me on the spot like this, but I love you both. Uh, I don't know. Not according to your husband. But your husband, husband Marco, said that uh, you like Roz and it's he nice. likes me. It's all lies. I love you both. And by the way, I'm the one who introduced him to both of you, okay? Right. <laughs> but what's wrong with liking me more? That's what I don't understand. I, di- I didn't say there's a problem with that. I'm just saying I love everybody equally. But why But why do you have such a problem just to s- saying it? Fine. You know what, Roz? I love you more. Thank you. Why was that so difficult? I love Mocha more. <laughs> <laughs> you guys- and, I think she re- and I really think she likes Maury more. Oh, jeez, Oh, no, man. she likes more and more I, than Ross. Can I, say, I was having a great day. Yeah, I'm going sorry. in a long weekend and everything? Yeah, I was having a great day. <laughs> Perfect. I really was. We didn't ruin your morning. Come on now. How do you know? Oh, did I? I'll tell you what. It doesn't take a lot to ruin my morning. Ask anybody who knows me. <laughs> it's true. <Uh-oh. laughs> yeah, it's true. I listen to you every morning, so I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Loretta and Marco, thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful long weekend. You thank too. You. Ross, have a smooth, cool weekend. Smooth, oh, cool, dude. shut up. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> oh, yeah, Marco. I love you, man. <laughs> the Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. So the Florida Man Challenge was real big a little while ago where you type in Florida Man and then your date of birth and it gives you some whack story about something that some dude did in Florida. Um, but there's a Florida woman. Like, what was that What was that headline yesterday about the guy with the spaghetti? Don't get it wrong, Maury. Don't come in here and paraphrase. I need what? the exact... guy with spaghetti? Yeah. Florida Man vigorously eats spaghetti. It wasn't vigorously. Are you sure? Yes. Was That's it- what I said. Get it right, please. While you do that, I'll talk about the Florida woman. Okay. Um, 65-year-old woman, you have to listen to this. So I guess there was a guy in his boxer shorts that was trying to steal her car. And she went at him with a bat. Oh, and wow. this is Gainesville, Florida. Somebody described Florida in the best way possible the other day that I read, which was they had said that Florida is the only place in America where the more north you go, the more southern it gets. <laughs> right? Oh, what was so the what funny. was the spaghetti man headline? Florida man aggressively eats handfuls of pasta. Right. Aggressively. Yeah. Wow. Uh so this is the Florida woman who took down a a, a car thief with a baseball bat. I grabbed my bat. I braced myself. I took that bat and hit him upside a paya. He's a he got a big knot on his head. He was in his drawers. He didn't have no shoes on, no shirt, or nothing. He better be glad I didn't have a gun, because I would have shot him. But this is my gun right here, because I was going, Baya! <laughs> right? Like, I don't know who this lady is, but I love her already. Yeah, no, you, and you, you Paya! Paya! Right? <sighs> You want to be that person when you're when you're 65. You want to be the person that can, you know, take down somebody who's stealing your stuff with a 
with the bat. Like, I know you, you want to goof on her. She got the voice and everything else. But you want to be that person, man. You want to You want to be all- that. Right? (laughs) That's who who we should all strive to be, man. We should all strive to be the person that when we grow old and we're 65, not that 65 is all that old, but you know what I'm saying, where we, our first instinct when somebody's jacking our car is to get the bat. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I uh, I blocked Maury again on all social media and from texting me on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Did you get mad at him, Maury? Well, I kind of deserved it, I guess. Yeah, no, because oh. he starts writing me nonsense during the Leaf game. Yeah, purposely. Purposely. Is it purposely? Yes, purposely. Of course it is. So, I love trolling Roz during a Leafs game. So this is what... Uh, on Saturday? find you now. Did I unblock you yet, Maury? Yeah, I unblocked you. You did? Yeah. From text. So this is I'm what... sure it, you're not so, going to get... So during the Leaf game, right? Yeah. Eight o'clock... So he writes me, knock, knock. I don't reply. He writes, who's there? I still don't reply. He goes, Matthew and moi deciding what to get for dinner. What goes best as a side... What goes best with a side of movie? Truffle mac or wings? Who cares? And then I didn't reply. And he goes, so wings? And I still didn't reply. And he goes, how long do you think popcorn keeps once opened? I didn't reply. God. And he goes, why do people say unbeknownst go me? Has anyone have just been denounced? And it was at that point where I was like, I'm just blocking you. And so I put him in I put him in timeout until the end of the game. Wait, this was on where? On, on text? He's texting me this. Oh. So okay. I block him through text. Yeah. And then once I block him through text, then he goes over to Twitter and starts harassing me on Twitter. So I block oh, him no. on Twitter. Oh no. Yeah. And then I block him on everything. Yeah. I put him in timeout until the hockey game's over. Yeah. Because I can't deal with this. What does this even mean? Why do people say unbeknownst go me? Has anyone have just been denounced? <laughs> you know when people say that saying like unbeknownst to go me, unbeknownst huh? to me. Excuse me. Unbeknownst go me. <laughs> unbeknownst go me. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Oh my God. What's going on? Hi. What's your name? Nothing. Nav. Nav. Yeah. All right. So it was really important that we called Nav, Roz, because here's the text yeah. that we got. After spending my entire life in Toronto, my family and I have decided to move to Vancouver, and I wanted to take the time to say how much I've enjoyed listening to you almost oh. every morning over the past six, seven years. You guys are amazing and make my mornings. Love your sense of humor and just the way you run the show. No other station compares. I'll miss waking up and listening to you guys during my commute. At least I have your podcast now. Anyway, just wanted to say thank you. P.S. Roz was mine and my sister's favorite. Um, so, Nev, what's, what's taking you out to Vancouver? Um, we just wanted to change, I guess, since I get the weather's better. It's more beautiful there. Yo, you know, um, it rains like a lot almost every day in Vancouver, right? Yeah, but we've got snow. It's cold. Uh-huh. Yeah. Listen, we got love for Vancouver. The Ross and mm-hmm. Show is on in Vancouver on uh, Kiss oh, really? in Victoria and in, in Vancouver uh, in the evening. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And yeah. of course, okay, the, as you mentioned in your text, we have our, our podcast. 
that comes out every Friday. So nice. you'll still have an opportunity to listen to the show. Oh, okay, awesome. All right. That's great. So maybe great. even on, on, your, on your commute in the morning, you just pop on the podcast yeah. and you listen just the way you would uh, when you're in Toronto listening to the show. You listen like to the various segments for however long it is your commute is. Yeah, okay, awesome. I See? didn't know that. That's no, great. No, we got you. Thank we got you. you. We got yeah. you. Don't awesome. you worry. Uh, but thank you for spending the uh, the past six, seven years with us. We definitely appreciate it. We're sorry that you're leaving our city. That's no okay. I'll be making regular trips back. Okay, good. Yeah, and good. you're going to have fun sure. in Vancouver. It's really nice out there, though. I'm sure. Thank you, Nav. We, we love you. We okay, will miss you. So we much. will miss you, love. Thank you. Uh, Thanks bye-bye. for calling. You take care. Okay, bye. You too. Bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. What is your level of sort of self-consciousness? What do you mean? Do you have things that you're self-conscious about? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Of course. I think everybody does, right? Nose, belly, fashion. Good morning, Maury. Hi. I would say, yeah. I've been working out the way I used to. So I'm a little self-conscious of my body. So they put a list together. They asked people, what are you most self-conscious about? Yeah. And they sort of rank them as far as what people are most self-conscious about, about themselves. Right. Mm. Uh, that that's not on the list. So clothing was number five. Oh, absolutely, wow, really? yeah, okay. with forty one percent. Why do you say absolutely more? Oh, because nowadays everybody, you know, oh, look what they're wearing. Oh, you can't wear that after Labor Day, and oh, flip flops. <laughs> but does that not? But, but you can't wear I can't remember the last time I heard somebody say you can't wear that after Labor Day. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you sound like good housekeeping from '62. Um, okay, so so when it comes, but when it, when it comes to clothes and being self conscious about clothes, is, doesn't that only matter if you're also one of those people that put such a high value in? clothes? Close. Like, if you don't put a high value in wearing expensive things, then I don't think that you would be self-conscious about it. I still think you could zhuzh up something that's not a you know uh, expensive. You could yeah. wear, you know what I mean? Like, often I we'll, you. we'll dress up or something, and Matthew will be at the door looking at me, you're going, you're not wearing that, are wow. you? Wow, okay. Uh, yeah. At number four is our skin. Mm-hmm. Like the dryness? Or the, who knows, Anything about Anything. your skin. It could, sure. be, it could be the... Uh, wrinkles. It could be wrinkles. It could be acne. It could be the color. Um, things we're self-conscious about. Number three, our weight. Oh! oh yeah. Preach. Yeah? Yeah. Preach, sisters. Like, okay, so, but how do you... Where does that come into, a, into play, though? Like, are there instances in your life where being self-conscious about your weight affects some part of your life? No, it doesn't affect my life. I just feel like... I just get down about uh, it. Going to the beach, going to the gym, going to an event where there's all kinds of other good-looking people. The list goes on. Right. So you're only self-conscious about your weight, Maury, in front of people that you envy. Oh, yeah, or that will be judgy. Right. Yeah. Which is awesome because you're the most judgy. Oh, the most. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> but is your weight, Mocha? Not not that you have to worry about your weight, but does it has, has it affected your life? No, it hasn't affected my life. Like even, just get... even in privacy with, with your wife or something like, like that. Like, are there be off now? Are there things that you used to do, maybe shirtless, that you no longer do or you, you don't sort okay, of... Okay, yeah. okay. I used to not mind going in my own backyard with no shirt on. Okay. If it's a nice, beautiful, hot, sunny day, like yeah. in the past like two summers, I'd say. Sure. If I went outside the backyard, yeah. I put a shirt on. Okay. Really, huh? Yeah. But you I don't ha- know if anybody like 
nobody could be outside. Like none of my neighbors could be outside, yeah. but just in case. See, for me, I think I think with a lot of this stuff, I don't care what anybody else thinks about me. I really yeah. don't. But sometimes if I'm like not wearing a shirt and I got to bend down and put a sock on and like the, the my little bit of my belly hangs over and like the titties yeah. are like a little bit big, right? I, it's me. It's how I feel about it. Like it's sure. not, it's not how some, I'm not worried how anybody else looks at me because I yeah. don't care. It's that I'm sort of grossed out by myself. Yeah. Oh, right? I get, I get like, that way too. I think that that's the problem. Uh, our hair is uh, number two on the list. Well, I wouldn't say that. Because you don't, you're not losing it. Oh right, sure. Right, yeah, I guess. or if you're or if you're a woman, it is a consistency that has been a pain in the ass your entire life, where yeah. it's just not the hair you want, kind of thing. Right? You get self conscious about that because of your the hair loss. What? <laughs> you talking to me? Yeah. What hair loss? This is how my stylist George does it. Yeah. What do you? But what about the back? He just Where shaves the, like real yeah, right thin there, parts right there. in the back. No, no. Yeah, You're such a the, troll. Uh, and number one on the list, sixty-seven <laughs> yeah. percent of people who said that the thing that they are most self-conscious about of themselves is their teeth. Oh, because of the yellowness, uh, the yellowness, the, oh, the crooked, redness the from crookedness. Red wine? How are your teeth? They're fine. Yeah. Do you yeah, drink yeah. red wine with a straw? I don't drink, drink red wine. wine. I uh, I was thinking of doing Invisalign. Oh yeah, yeah. But you got beautiful teeth. No, I got crooked ass teeth. Come that, on, that, I'm a little self conscious about yeah. my teeth too. Let me show you. I have like a huge let overbite me. that I would love to lose. I know, we know, but we love you anyway more. Let me see your. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let me just see. Let me see your terrible teeth, no, Mocha. I, it, I am a little bit. Hold on, Maury, go over there because I can't see. I can't see. Go over there. Your top, your top teeth are beautiful. No, look at First the bottom row. They're all cooked. Oh, nobody cares about oh, the bottom back. ones. Look, these two, these two here no, are overlapping this. Whatever. These two are lying. Stick your finger in my overbite. No way. You can stick your finger in the overbite. So wait, no, ask him to stick his finger on your bald spot. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. We were talking just a couple seconds ago about things that you're self-conscious of, and I just thought of another one. What? What's the list again? Okay, Break it so down. yeah, so the list was the things that the the five things about our looks that we're most self conscious about. So it's not like money, your family, all that other stuff. It's yeah. you personally and about how you look. So five was your clothing, uh, four skin, three your weight, two your hair, and one your teeth. And when we said hair, I was automatically thinking the hair on the top of your head. Mm-hmm. People self conscious about that because when you lose it or it's a hair you texture you don't like whatever it's hell it's terrible um but i was thinking hair in terms of i've always been super self-conscious of body hair oh yeah which is weird I yeah know, that yeah. too i have a lot of back hair now not even back hair just like hair where you're supposed to have it like if i saw i used to shave my arms mm-hmm. because if i ever saw a picture of myself in like a t-shirt or my sleeves rolled up <laughs> and you could see the hair on my arms it grossed me out Really? But that's yeah. normal. Yeah, I know it's normal, but I to me, it just looked dirty. I think it's weird for a guy not to have arm okay, hair. Okay, thank you. you. Yeah. Here's a, a moment of realization where I was like, oh man, I'm so gross. And yeah. this happened last night. Yeah. It's seven o'clock. I'm putting our son Cruz to sleep. Yeah. And I'm holding him in my, in my arms. I'm walking around his bedroom and we're singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star as we always do. Sure. This time I'm not wearing a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and as I'm singing, and he's like real sick right now, so he's just very cuddly, right? Yeah. As I'm singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, he's kind of like got his head rested up against my head and yeah. his eyes are like real drowsy. Yeah. And he's got his 
his stuffed bunny in his left arm uh-huh. and his right hand yeah. is on my shoulder playing and pulling <laughs> at the shoulder hair. <laughs> like it's so like, soothing, right? Yeah. But like he's also looking at it. Reliever. He's also looking at it like like very curious. Like, what is this? And I was like, oh man, I'm so gross right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, how long you let that go? Before oh, you take it off, take it off. I, oh, it's gonna happen today. Like, life gets in the way, though. It does. Life gets like, like a, I haven't trimmed in like. Jeez, um, man. Pfft. You got a couple. You got Maybe a couple like a snowstorms followed by a, you know a week of a sick kid and a busy week at work. Next thing you know, you are hurry. Actually, I think it's been like two and a half months. Yeah. I've never think about trimmed it. my shoulder and back hair. Do you have any? Yeah. Really? Why do I always have to be the one that looks at your hair? <laughs> oh, that body. <laughs> Oh yeah! Wow, you got you got quite a bit of back hair. Hold on, let me play with it like Cruz is doing to Mocha and see if it <laughs> see if it soothes me. Hold on here. Oh, what? That's not soothing. Oh, it was for me. <laughs> I'm super relaxed right now. <laughs> here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, Pride in Toronto announced yesterday that the grand marshal for the pride parade will be Gigi Gorgeous who is a uh, YouTube star trans activist actress icon you name it have you seen her have you seen a picture of her no do you have a book here more oh she had a book too show mocha yeah it's called uh, he said she said she just came out Maury interviewed her yesterday about um uh. More interview yesterday about uh, the big announcement, which is becoming the Grand Marshal at the Pride Parade. Big news, big news. And you got to tell me how cool this is. Grand Marshal of the Pride Parade. Can we get some cheers up in here? How cool is that? Is that like an incredible achievement? You know, it's an achievement I didn't know that I could achieve. (laughs) I didn't know Grand Marshal was still a thing. Very excited about Pride. I went there, uh, my, that was my first Pride ever. I was there, I was definitely underage. I was definitely drinking. What? And I was roaming the streets, and I was just living my life. It's a time for partying and fun, and just... But responsibility with Grand Marshal. Have you been practicing twirling a baton or, or marching? Like, I don't know what you need to do. No. <laughs> I've, I've done none of that. So Gigi was named one of Time Magazine's 25 most influential people uh, on the internet and one of Forbes 30 under 30. But this is where the story goes horribly wrong. Oh, no. Uh, Hey, Maury, come in here for a second. So as Maury was putting all of this together for me, that the big announcement with Gigi Gorgeous at Pride and everything else, Maury sends me a screenshot that shows clearly that Pride Toronto on Twitter Twitter has blocked Maury. Oh, really? What's that all about? I Why did n- Pride block I don't know. I've, I've messaged the uh, the executive director saying, WTF, like we're friends. But why would you think, though? What have you done in the past to cause that? No, nothing. Because, nothing. Because I've I'm, covered I'm on, Pride for like 20 years. Because I'm on their Twitter account right now. Yeah. And when Maury did the interview yesterday with Gigi, we tweeted it out from the station account. And yeah. Pride retweeted it. Yes. And Maury is in the video doing the interview with Gigi Gorgeous. Yeah. But yet Maury is 
personally blocked wow. by Pride. Which what do that you, is what not think, okay, though. Like, I'm a gay activist. No, you're or, not. Or something. You're gay. You're not a gay activist. You're gay, and you're very... Supportive um, of your You're community. very supportive. You have their best interests in mind. I would say this to Pride Toronto, that any time that there is something going on with Pride, Maury's the first person to bring it up and really push hard for anybody involved to cover it, do something with it. I will say that. You're a That's fantastic... That's you, No, you're a fantastic advocate. Ally. Ally. You were a fantastic go. ally. But you did something to piss somebody do, off over there. What do you there? think you did? Honestly, think think about it. What would like, have, have got you, you DM'd Pride Toronto for anything like in in excess? Like have you Oh yeah, of course. But, yeah, okay. but yeah, see, this is the thing. <laughs> so right? bothering people over there. Yeah, but that's but that's what you get with me. I know it's shit by no, but the, but that's how you get blocked though. Yeah. So there you, are only two people that have ever blocked me. Right. Pride yeah. and Prince. Right. And, and, and me. <laughs> yeah, but that's fake. But Prince can't unblock me. Right, because Prince is dead. Right, that's so right. Pride can. Right. But what did you do? What did you do? How many? It how often had, are you DMing people? Yeah, it has to, it has to I be... I only talk to them at Pride. Well, maybe that's the problem. Maybe they're like, oh, you only care about us during Pride? No, yeah, but that's everybody. That's everybody, though. So... You DM make so it has like that's it the has only to thing be something I could think of. Super curious as to you, why they blocked you. I think here's I, what I, I think know what's going to happen. They're going to say, "Oh, it's a mistake." It's a mistake, which yes. is, which is clearly not. Somebody has to hit effort. a button. Yes. Here's what I think happened. Yeah. I think you reached out via email, via DM, via text message, yeah. via phone call. I think you had tried to contact somebody over there a lot. And when that person said, I'll get back to you, I'll get back to you, you kept hitting them but with messages on all the platforms. I've and then they just got been, fed up yeah. and blocked you. Okay, but I've always been super good with them. They always have me front row for their shows. Mm-hmm. I always do social. There's but is never there, a but, bad blood but situation. But is there one person there that doesn't like you? No, I mean, there's one person there that that, that thinks they're better than me. Oh. <laughs> so, yes, is the answer. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so Pride um, blocked Maury, which is ridiculous to me. They blocked him on Twitter, yeah. which is so crazy to me. <laughs> Unacceptable but for I, an advocate I have to, like me. But I have to tell you, I'm really thoroughly enjoying this. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Do we uh do we have an update on as to whether Pride is still blocking blocking Maury? Hey Maury, get off the phone. What are you doing in there? Who are you talking to? I'm talking with a friend that called in that can, that uh, has been to my house that wanted to talk about the half pump rule. No, okay. I need to know if Pride is still blocked you. Yes. What did they say? They said they're not sure what happened. They don't know why. So if they so love me, backstory, backstory, backstory. We learned this morning that Maury. Um, he went and did an interview yesterday with Gigi Gorgeous, who is this sort of trans icon, and they had named Gigi Gorgeous as the Grand Marshal of the Pride Parade. So within all of this, Maury just decided to check out Pride's Twitter account, mm-hmm. Pride Toronto's Twitter account. And it was at that time that Maury realized that he was actually blocked from Pride, following Pride Twitter, which seems really weird because Maury has done so much stuff for Pride. Uh-huh. Um, but the funny thing was is that the second post There's down... No funny thing. The, the, the funny thing was is that the second post down on Pride Toronto's um, Twitter feed is they retweeted Maury's interview with Gigi Gorgeous. Oh, great. So Maury is on there yeah. from 
because I guess we oh. like the, the station tweeted it out and oh, they they retweeted nine two five. Yeah, they retweeted the account. station, but gotcha. Maury personally is blocked. Oh. So what exactly did they say to you? They said, oh, "Where's your phone? On it. Where's your yeah. phone? What's the matter with you?" Well, I don't carry it everywhere. You don't carry your phone everywhere. Uh, Maury, yeah, you, you do. The only time you don't have your phone is when you come in here to 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 be on the radio. Uh, so uh, read uh, exactly uh, what you wrote. Yeah, and don't lie. Otherwise, I, I never read it. Should I read it? No. Why not? Is there a history of conversation there? Uh, so do, I'm so sorry, Maury. Fix. No, what did you write? Oh, oh my God. I just noticed this. I'm crushed and devastated. How could this have happened? <laughs> How, do do? This How do you not start with I'm this part? How do you not start with this part? Okay, wait. Start over. Start over again. Offer. Okay. Start, turn, turn the music off for one second. Okay, go. I need to hear this. Well, I sent them a screen grab first of where it's blocked. Right? Oh, yeah, because as if, yes. Yeah. They need oh, to see Oh, my God. That. I just noticed this. I'm crushed and devastated. How could this have happened? <laughs> what did I do? I'm the biggest supporter of Pride on and off air. <laughs> Can this be fixed? Question mark, question mark, question <laughs> yeah, mark, okay. question mark. Okay. And then what did they say? So sorry, Maury. Fixed. Don't know what happened no, there. No, that doesn't say so sorry. Well, they spelled it wrong. So Are I you sure? The phone. So uh-huh. don't be. Okay. What does it say? Let me read these Yeah, tests. okay. <laughs> Okay. I was doing it dramatically. Okay. It says, so dopey, Maury. Oh. Fixed. Don't know what happened there. Maury said, first of all, lying here. Yeah. L- no. I literally cried. You I didn't, didn't cry. You have to sort of, you know. Stop lying to people. <laughs> <laughs> I literally cried. I've done so much for pride and am the only out gay dude on a Toronto morning show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I thought we were cool. How oh. will you ever make this up to me? What? <laughs> and then they now said, you're like shouting demands? Now, then they said, please try again. You're not blocked according to my info. And I've then never. Uh, I am so sorry. And then Maury said, can you follow back? And then they said, wow, for sure. And then Maury said, wow, question mark? What do you mean, wow? <laughs> Says I'm still blocked. No, it's more like, wow, what do you mean, wow? No, you're, what? I you're so rude. No, no, yeah. you are no, so no, no, rude. No, no, no. No, I'm only rude because Mocha's reading it rudely. No, I was I was fine. I was actually on your side. Oh, my God. Okay. So then, so, okay, I'll yeah. skip past because they were like trying to figure out how to un- un- unblock, so right? Pride, and they're being very, uh, Pride Toronto blocked Maury on Twitter, by the way, for just joining yeah. us. And they're being very accommodating. Sure. I will say that, right? They're saying yes. like, let me know if this problem persists. Uh, we're, it's super frustrating. You know, we'll try to get this figured out. Yeah. Maury said, we just talked about this on air about how it crushed me as a huge (laughs) supporter. (laughs) P.S. This would be awesome for your IG. And then something in the video of his interview with Gigi Gorgeous. And then followed up with still blocked on Twitter. You're the worst, Maury. And then they wrote unblocked and Maury said, can you follow back? Are we cool? Why would this have to happen? This hurts more than most things. (laughs) Why are you such a liar? <laughs> oh my god, dude! No wonder they blocked you! Why no, are you such no. a liar? No, read that again with a smile. There's no way to say, no. how okay, are you going sure. to make this read up to me with a, with a smile? Read it with a smile. There's, you threatened them. No, I Are did we not. cool? Why would this have happened? No. This hurts more than most things. No, no, it's yeah. more like, are we cool? Are we cool? That's how I intended it. No, that, that, that's like condescending. Now, now say the rest of it with a smile. It's impossible. No, no, no. You know, this, hurt, this hurts more than most things. <laughs> wow, now you sound psycho. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Wait, 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 wait. Where are you going? Where are you going? Yes. Get back over here. We have 
two minutes real quick. Uh, right before we got into the news just now, you were talking, Roz, about the uh, reverse jacket flip-up over the head that you used to do as kids. And you said your kid, Roxy, does that now. Yeah, it's the so the coat flip, right? And it's how they teach little kids to put a coat on. And I never saw this until my kid learned how to do it. Yeah. Because I didn't get taught this as a kid. No. And how you do it is... I was never taught this either. You were never taught the flip. The flip is the greatest my thing in the world. My dad used to hold my jacket behind me and I'd put my arms through. Yeah, but kids have to learn these things, right? So the way Even that the... Even up the last week, right? Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> so the way, that the, the way that the flip works is you lay your coat on the ground. I put it on a table. Okay. And turn it around. Oh, so the hood is facing me? Yeah, so the hood is facing you. Interesting. Right? <laughs> Why is that interesting? It's it's oh, just a, probably it's take still the your coat. Out of my pocket. Okay. Now slide your arms into the sleeves. Hold on, where'd the arms go? Okay. Right there. Now flip it up over your head. That didn't work. You gotta put your arms through. Now push okay. your arms through. Okay. Man. Like all the way through. You know how to put okay. on a jacket? Okay. More. Okay. No, 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 dude. Okay. Put it, no. put it, put okay. it back. Okay. Is it because it's a winter coat? No, no. It's because you slide don't your know arms through. Slide your arms through, and as okay, it goes, no, no, as it goes over your head, you're gonna you're gonna extend your arms so they go through the sleeves. Okay. Now push your. Okay. I'm no, trying to push. No, okay, what? No, push, push, push. Okay. What is Here, the matter stop. with you? Lay the jacket down. You ha- you can't be this simple. Okay. <laughs> Put your arms in the For sleeves. Real. Okay. In the sleeves. Now I listen, that, listen. Yeah. Just stop what you're doing. Yes. And stop talking. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow, you're gonna be a great dad, Mocha. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't wait till I can't wait till Cruz is at the coat flip stage. Okay, okay, shut up. You're gonna <laughs> shut up and listen to me. Shut up. Okay, you're gonna push your if you arms. Don't do this, your mom's gonna go to prison. <laughs> okay, so your arms are in the sleeves. When you flip the jacket, as you're flipping, you're gonna push your arms through. Okay, okay, go Let's ahead. Go. There you go. Oh! Great dad. No, I want to put my coat on again. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What's going on with Lady Marmalade? Remember that song? There's a big lawsuit happening, like all these years later. What? Yeah. For what? So, the guy who wrote Lady Marmalade Mm. has filed a 20... God, America's so great. Everything is like just... You can sue as anybody many, for as many anything, millions right? as you can get. It's so awesome. Until you're, no the, until you're the one getting sued. And there's no time limit on when you can start a lawsuit either, right? There is. Like, there are statutes, but oh, I don't... How long is that song? Or how old is that song? I don't know. So I guess the deal was that um, this the guy who wrote Lady Marmalade is suing Sony Uh-oh. and ATV Music Publishing for breach of contract and copyright infringement. Now, according to the documents obtained by Billboard, followed by the U.S. District Attorney in California, he alleges that Sony bought the publishing rights to dozens of his compositions without his knowledge or consent. Additionally, he says that the company has failed to pay him his fair share of royalties since the deal was made. Lady Marmalade uh, was, of course, first a Patti LaBelle track and then re-recorded by... Do you remember all the, the women in Lady Marmalade? Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Uh, Pink. Yeah. Uh, Missy Elliott. No. No. Lil Kim. Yeah. So Christina Aguilera. One more. Okay, hold on. Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Pink. Yeah. Lil Kim. Yeah. 
Don't and, say it, Maury. Don't and, say it. And and oh, this hold is. On, hold I only on, did this on, story. Can I just tell you right now? But, I only did the stupid lawsuit story to see yeah. if you still remembered who did Lady okay, Marmalade. Okay, okay, okay. So okay, forget okay, about okay. all the stupid lawsuit stuff. Now okay. let's just concentrate on if you can remember the the the, the hot four that did Lady Marmalade. Okay. Think back to the video. I, that's what I'm thinking right okay. now. Okay. So Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Little Kim. Yes. Pink. Yes. Okay. There's that, a four. So that was early 2000s. It was yeah. not Britney. Maury's in physical pain in the other room right now. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Who else is hot <laughs> And don't that look era? at Twitter right now. No, no. And don't look at the no, text. No, 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 no. Okay, hold on. Hold on, let me get this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get okay. this. Okay, sweet lady Marmalade. This. Okay, so. Come on now. Christina Aguilera. Okay, shh, Maury, Pink. be quiet. Lil' Kim. Yes. And the fourth one is. Okay. Who was the fourth? Okay. And Lady Marmalade. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Oh, Maury, like, come on. Like, you know everything. Uh, this, just happens to be, this just happens to be the one thing you know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go through it again. Okay. okay. Christina Aguilera. Correct. Pink. Yes. Lil' Kim. Uh-huh. And. What? Go on. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait. Okay, so it's early 2000s. Yes. I know that. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. Who was hot? Okay, uh, is it Ashanti? Because Ashanti was hot back then. Oh, oh no, it's not Ashanti. It is not, not Ashanti. Ashanti. Okay, knew that was wrong. Almost I Ashanti, I would say. Very Ashanti-like. <sighs> okay, me, Little Kim. Yes. Pink. Correct. Christina Aguilera. Uh-huh. Come on. Is it Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child? Oh, my God. No. Oh. Oh, f- <laughs> dude. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's early 2000, so it's yes. not Britney. No. Okay. No, not Britney. Okay, who else was hot back yeah, then? Because Britney and, and Christina not, wouldn't have done something back no, then. No, and together. it's not Ashanti. No. Uh, and it's not, it's, you sure it's not Missy Elliott? I'm 100% sure it's not Missy Elliott. Come on. Oh, this is so great. I, knew, I don't know, for some reason, I knew you wouldn't remember. I'm, and I'm it would shocked. drive you crazy. I'm so shocked. Yeah. Do you remember? So it was from Moulin Rouge, right? Yes. Think of the video. Remember what they were all wearing? They were all sort of wearing like DAs, like yeah, like French lingerie, right? French lingerie. Okay. Okay. I'm going through my catalog of who was hot during that time. Yes. Christina Aguilera. Correct. Pink. Yes. Lil Kim. Yeah. Maya. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Marina, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey. Hi. You texted us just now. What's so important that you need to talk to us like right now, right now? Because my coworker is sitting here next to me and I was telling her, let's listen to Roz and Mocha. And she said, no. Hi. Don't all hi us after you said you didn't want to listen to the show. Hi, yeah. Ross, uh, what, what's your name? What's your name? Marina's friend. My name's Anna. Anna. Okay. So why do you not want to listen to the Roz and Mocha show when Marina just suggested for you to listen exactly. to the Roz and Mocha show? Thank you. You know what? Don't listen to her. She just no, no, I'm not. I am not. No, it's not. That's not true. Tell them the truth. Tell them the truth. No, 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 no. She's lying. She's lying. Tell us the truth. That's what it is. No, it's that. That is the truth. You guys should believe me. Okay, that is the truth. She's lying to you guys. She's just saying that because she's on the spot now. Okay. But I'm so glad you called so you can hand her ass to her. Okay. So no, but I love you guys, Azamoka. Okay. <laughs> why, why, do, why do you think she doesn't want to listen to the show? No, she's a hater. You know That's the haters in this world? That's what I'm saying. Because you know the haters in this world? You know there's haters in this world. We yeah. all have the haters sure. in this world. Sure. She's, so, she's a hater? Yeah. No. Yeah, she, she is. me. 
No, that's you're a hater too. But, but okay, but why? Okay, but specifics here. So if she's a hater and doesn't want to listen to the show, what are the reasons? Do you want me to tell you guys what she said? Yes, yes please. To to, I'll tell you what she wanted. She wanted to listen to Z1035. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. I know, right? Me neither. Exactly. I was like, well, who's, who is that? I don't even know who that is. Yeah, okay. So stop being a hater. Oh, I love you guys. I listen to you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Anna. Yeah, okay. right. Now we're supposed to believe you? At the end of the day, you, you, you ask one of us or both of us, who do you guys like more? No, but then why did you give Marina such a hard time about listening to the show when she made the suggestion just now? I didn't. She, she said she wanted to switch it up. She's like, I'm not loyal. I want oh. to switch it up. That's what she said to me. Chris Brown and said I it. Said, Honey, I'm loyal. <laughs> These girls ain't loyal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is what is your problem? What's your problem with loyalty? Now, is it just with us, or is, are you not loyal to other things in your life as well? Oh no, no, I'm loyal, 100. Anna, how many times did you cheat on your boyfriend? <laughs> Never, ever, 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 ever. Uh -huh. Never, ever, ever. Okay. But how many times you thought about it? Never, ever. Uh -huh. <laughs> how, many times, how many times have you asked your friends that they'd keep it a secret if you did? I did one. Yeah, exactly. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right. We're, we're... Thank you for listening, Marina. No problem. Hope you get your life in order, Anna. <laughs> Marina, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Roz. Oh, yeah. Right. Anna? You Mocha then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Bye. Yeah, bye. Do you want to listen to Z1035? Never heard of them. Right? Me neither. I was like, well, who's, who is that? I don't even know who that is. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Igor. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, man. Uh, it's Roz and Mocha. Welcome to Fix My Life, where we will try to help fix your life. <laughs> yes, I need that. Okay, Igor, you wrote this. Hey, Roz and Mocha FML. My fiance and I have been fighting about life. We are planning a wedding for September 2020 and are also trying to save money to buy a place. I'm a carpenter by trade and have my own company, and we are also trying to put money into that to grow the company. She's the type of person that needs to have everything planned out, and with trying to do all of this at once, it's getting hard. I suggested that we put our money into the company in hopes that we'll get some clients and make money for the wedding and a place. How can we do it all? Wow, wow, wow. So does your wife, or sorry, your fiancé, Igor, does your fiancé help run your business? She does. She uh, basically looks after the money, and she's also the designer and the salesperson. Oh, okay. What part of the country are you in? We're in Toronto. First of all, you need, like, financial planning is a very personal, very detailed expertise that you guys really shouldn't be handling on your own. There's a ton of resources available. But that said, uh, living in Toronto and having the idea of buying a house, even as an investment, it's not the best time to do that. I mean, we all wish that we could go in the Wayback Machine and pick something up super cheap in 2008, right? Yeah. But that's not going to happen. Yeah. And I would suggest this, that buying a house isn't smart for two reasons. One, it's not that you can't afford the mortgage, but it's the down payment that's going to kill you, okay? And 
that investment sits there and it only becomes lucrative if you guys decide to sell. So if it comes to investing in the business or buying a house, I would 100% say um, get the business off the ground first. One, mm-hmm. because you don't know where that business is going to take you. You could find that the majority of your clients wind up being 55, 60, you know, hour and a half minutes outside of the city. And it makes way more sense for you guys to go rent a place there where the majority of the work is. So if you're, if you yeah. guys are, if you're serious about the business, I would say 100% business before house. Mm-hmm. And where does that put uh, the wedding? What are you spending on the wedding? Yeah. Well, it's a destination wedding. So a lot of people are paying for themselves. We just have to basically uh, pay for close family, like our mothers and uh, her dad. So the wedding is already, like, it's already, you have the date. I know you said in your note to us, September 2020, but you have, like, a date already set. You sent out your invites. You told everybody where it's going to be. People already started looking into uh, hotel arrangements and flights, right? Well, it's, uh, we're making it an Mm all-inclusive, and I gave uh, everybody a price range, and everybody was fine with that. So, that like, that that's a conversation you should have had with your wife before giving out all the information to your family and friends about the destination wedding. Because I would have said, in your case right now, had you not done that, save the money that you would have spent on the wedding and invest it in the business. And once you start gaining money, making more money, then you can have the the wedding of your dreams. But if like financially right now, you can't do both, but you've already sent out your invites and you've already made those plans. It's kind of like one or the other, right? Yeah, exactly. So it all goes back to putting money into the business and hopefully seeing a return and doing the other things from that. So is your question, should you buy a house or invest in the business? Or is your question, should you guys have the wedding or invest in your business? Well, no, the wedding is happening 100%. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do we put money into the business or do we put money into the house? Yeah. Because if we buy a house, I could potentially renovate it myself and then resell it for more, right? But that's a different conversation, though. Yeah, you're doing too much all at the same time. Then you're adding a fourth element in there. I'm with Roz. Don't buy a house just yet. Use that money that you saved up uh, to invest in a house and invest it in your business. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. But, okay. But, yeah, but but buying there's a difference between you guys buying a house because you're getting married and then buying a house to flip it. That's two completely different things. Yeah. 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 Because buying okay. a house, buying a house to flip it would fall under investing in the business. Yeah, well, that's that's what the plan is: is buying a house to flip it. Okay. Well, wow. Call us back when you get to that that part of your yeah, your man. life. All right. Thank you so much for your help, guys. Yeah. All right, Igor. All right brother. Take Enjoy. care. Congratulations. Best, Bye. Roz and Mocha's fix my life only on Kiss. Who was the weatherman that said the F-bomb on the Today Show yesterday? It wasn't Al Roker. Oh, no, I get it. Okay, no, so, no, no, so no, no. you know what happens. Is remember how Al Roker always does like, he'll do the, the national weather, and then he's always like, and here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. And then he throws to like the local weather guy. Is yeah. that what this was? <laughs> I think so. And then the, the local weather guy wasn't ready? Oh, that's so embarrassing too. That's what's going on around the country. Here here's what's happening in your, your neck, neck of the woods. Ah. He's a person who's passed on too. It's such a weird thing it's just strange um oh but i think if i didn't do that i wouldn't allow myself oh <laughs> whoops and that's your latest weather savannah <laughs> so al roker had like no idea anyway no what idea. was happening right he just assumed that 
yeah. you know, local jabroni was going to be like, oh, it's going to be a high of, you know, 10 degrees today and yeah. we might get some rain in the morning, but it's going to taper off in the afternoon yeah. and that's what your day is going to look like today. And then Al Roker was simply like, and that's your latest weather, Savannah. <laughs> um, I've been hearing Al Roker my whole life saying that. Here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. Uh, but uh, it sounds like that guy, though, like, we'll play the clip again. It sounds like that guy wasn't, like, freaking out or being a jerk or whatever. It sounds like he was talking about Just, somebody who's died. Yeah. That's what's going on around the country. Here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. He's a person who's passed on, too. It's such a weird thing. It's just strange. Um, but I think if I didn't do that, I wouldn't allow myself... And that's your latest weather, Savannah. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you watch the Star Wars trailer? <laughs> I, I mean, I know it came out Friday at like one, but how many times you watched it over the weekend? Enough. Enough, huh? Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Pick apart different things. Yeah. I watch like videos on YouTube. Yeah. I wasted a out an hour on Reddit seeing what nerds were saying. Yeah. Dude, I'm so hardcore. I spent an hour yesterday on the train on my phone watching the panel for The Mandalorian. Oh, I didn't watch the panel, but I saw some of the uh, the pictures that they really... Yeah. I didn't know Gina Carano. Yeah. And Danny Glover. And Danny Glover. Yeah. Are in it. Gina Carano, former um, uh, mixed martial art artist. Yeah. I don't they, think she was ever in the they, UFC, but... They tried to make her a thing with acting, and she was terrible. They gave her her own movie, and she was a terrible actor. She was in one of the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Um, and uh, and she wasn't... Uh, and the whole story was that she just was a terrible actor, so I guess she got her act together. Yeah. Um, but no, that uh, that Star Wars trailer is great. Because I know that I, like, you Are we going to talk, same... talk about this later? I don't know. Or, well, we can, can talk can about it say... later. Yeah, we can talk about it later. It's fine. Can I tell you... Can I say one thing? Yeah. You can say anything you want. At the very, very, so it's Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Luke Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker, the Sky- not the ri- Luke Skywalker. Sorry, the Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Can I tell you what I think? And I saw, I thought this the very first time I watched the trailer, and yeah. then I watched the trailer a second time to see if my mind would change. Yeah. And I thought the exact same thing, and then I immediately went to Reddit, and I saw a handful of other nerds think the same thing. Okay. The evil laugh at the end yeah. of the trailer. Yeah. Because everyone's like, OMG, it's Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. The evil emperor from the first round of movies. Yeah. I think it's Luke Skywalker's No, laugh. it's Palpatine. No, they, it's they not. They brought Palpatine on stage. Oh, did after they? After the trailer ended. Oh, I didn't know that. Palpatine, the guy who plays Palpatine walked on stage and went, roll it again. And then they oh, played really? the trailer again. I still don't think it's him. It is totally him. I don't. They brought him out. It doesn't matter. I think they're trying to throw everybody off. No. I still think, I think it's Luke Skywalker. But why would they bring out Palpatine? To throw everybody off, dude. No, they're not there. They don't do that. Yeah. No. Can I tell you what, what else I think? Yeah. I think Luke switches and goes to the dark side. And I think Ray switches, goes to the dark side. And I think Kylo Ren switches from dark to light. See, that that I'm okay with because what I think is that Ray is a Palpatine. Oh. oh. I don't think she's a Skywalker. I think she's a Palpatine. I think she's kin to the emperor. So there's that. 
Anyway, <laughs> I guess we can talk about it later. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, is this Derek? Yeah. Derek, it's uh, Roz and Mocha. Holy <laughs> Come on now. What's going on, brother? I'm sorry. Sorry, uh, just at work. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have a, a second to chat real quick? Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, totally. okay. Uh, what do you listen from? You have an area code 613 when I called just now. Yeah, so I live in Toronto, but I'm in the Army. So when I moved here, I just kept my number. Oh, where is area code 613 originally from? Uh, Ottawa, Petawawa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ottawa Valley. Uh, so the text that you sent us said, Hey, Razamoka, I'm relatively a new fan, but I now only yeah. listen to your show and the podcast. Wanted to say keep it up, and I love what you guys are doing. Uh, from exactly. Derek. So how long yeah. have you been listening to the show? Uh, about six months. Six months. Wow. Oh, so that's not bad. Brand, brand new. Uh, yeah. We've been on the radio together now for, uh, we're going into our 10th year. That's awesome. That's that's really awesome. Yeah. Um, how did you find out about the show anyway? Actually, totally, like, completely mistake. Uh, I just was bored of listening to the uh, 99.9, and I, was, I just started flipping around, and I stumbled on your guys' show, and I just started listening to it and fell in love with it. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Thank you, bro. Uh, no problem. Thank you. I enjoy that you guys make me laugh like no other. Uh, oh, okay. Constantly bringing my wife and my kids into it. My kids even find it funny, and they're... They, they probably don't even understand it. How old are, how old are your kids? Uh, seven and three. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Dude. We tell a lot of seven-year-old jokes, though. The seven-year-old, yeah, the seven-year-old could be into this. Yeah, my little boy does catch some, but my daughter just laughs when I laugh. Yeah, right. Uh, Which is all yeah. the time, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so, so you're are you still in the military or no? Yes, I am. You yeah, are. I am. I'm, yeah, I'm an electronics technician here in Toronto. Okay. So, what does that mean? Like, like you're working for the military in Toronto? Yeah. So, uh, I'm I'm a master corporal. So, I'm uh, uh, I'm a, like a section commander. I'm in charge of a small shop. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, we uh, we maintain all the communications equipment for the Toronto, like uh, green communications as we call it, which is uh, radios and stuff like that uh, for the army. What do you wear when you go to work every day? Uh, uniform. You uh, do. Big. Yeah, oh yeah. Really, oh, yeah. huh? I yeah. never, I never yeah. see, like, I never, I'll never be at, like, the grocery store and I'll see a guy in a, in a military uniform. It, they're, 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 they're pretty, here in Toronto, it's, yeah. a lot of people don't even wear their, like, they'll wear their uniform when they get to work. They'll change into right. it. Oh, um, okay. Why, they so want to keep where, it a secret? N- no, they like, just, like the, the Canadian military, they want to keep it a secret, the fact that they have military officers in like a big city like Toronto? No, they, it's not that they were, they're trying to hide it. They just personally choose to to change at work. Um, okay. Where like when I was in Petawawa before, uh, we, everyone, almost everyone wore their uniform straight to work. There was no point in just changing. It was a five minute drive. But yeah. some people here drive 45 minutes to an hour or more. Wow. Are, the, are the pants comfortable? Probably not, huh? Oh yeah, the, the pants are the, the, <laughs> <laughs> Lots of po- What do you put in all those pockets? Not much, actually. I don't, put a lot in i have my 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 headdress or my beret in my one pocket and then yeah just my standard wallet and phone hey i have a friend in the army do you know carlos i know a couple <laughs> what's carlos's last name Ori? yeah or is this one of your friends that you don't know anything about them other than their first name have you ever met him or you just yeah, like his no, pictures on instagram carlos alves no i've never heard of him probably not a real guy 
Yeah. That's a, that sounds like a made-up <laughs> you know name. Can I, tell you, can I tell you exactly what this is? Uh, this is probably a, a guy on Instagram who likes to wear army man clothes. So, <laughs> so people will hit likes on his pictures. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. I only, believe me, right now, if Maury looked at a picture of you, he wouldn't think you were real military uh, personnel because, according to Maury, military personnel don't wear shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and you're very sweaty. Yeah. yeah. Dog tags and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Pants, <laughs> pants and a beret. <laughs> Uh, Derek, all the best to you, bro. Uh, thank you so much. We're really happy that you were uh, able to discover the Ronza Mocha show. Thank you for your text. Thank you for your dedication. Uh, and between Ronza Mocha, who's your favorite? I know you only been listening six months, but you got to pick a favorite. Uh, honestly, uh, I'm going to have to go with Roz, but Mocha, you're not far off. <laughs> like, it's, it's only because Roz has a similar uh, humor to me. And that's the only thing. Sorry. <laughs> oh, douche. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay, jeez, that's harsh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Thank you for your service, Derek. Oh no problem. Thank you. Later, See you, man. I just was bored of listening to the uh, 99.9. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. With the condo, Maury. Do you know when it's raining and stuff like that? Can you see? Because don't you face an alley? Not only do we face an alley, there's like condos surrounding us, so we uh, have no idea what the weather that day is. We often ask our Google. So um, like, you just like if you look out the window in the condo, we have no idea. And I see this all the time in this city where you you see I feel so bad for people cuz you look at a condo and you're like you somebody specifically bought that entire side of those 30 floors. Mm-hmm. Somebody specifically bought that side because they thought that they had a little bit of a view. And then they move in and then a crew shows up with a crane and they dig a they dig a giant hole. 20 feet away from your building where they're going to put an identical building up right beside it. Yeah. So you are now going to be looking at somebody else's When I unit. moved in, I could see all the way over down there. You could. You had yeah. like a great view from yeah. your place. That's all gone. Now, I don't even go on the balcony because there's oftentimes somebody standing right there staring at you from their balcony. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're necessarily staring directly at you. And we have no idea if it's raining. So it'll be like, um, hey, Google, is it raining? Wow. And it has to tell us. Wow. Like if, somebody, if you go out on your balcony and somebody else is on their balcony, could you throw like milk at them? Yeah. Like if they needed milk? Yeah, like, do you need sugar? Here you go. You could, right? Yeah. Like it's, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Like if there's a party happening, even um, on the same level, you could see right into the party. Right. And you like, know, often, the- like you could grab a drink and feel like you're at the party. Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Have you done that? Because you don't get invited to parties? <laughs> Once. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, 34 people were arrested in Sicily. Police are saying that they were involved in a, quote, bone-breaking medical insurance scam. Did you hear about this? Excuse me? The accused would break people's limbs and then stage car crashes. (laughs) Oh, what does it matter with people? The victims were often... Okay, hold on, actually. Go back to college. Just like... Let me play this. This is too much. I find this would be more appropriate as I continue with this story. The victims were often given drugs and had their limbs held on blocks of stone or cement, which were then hit with bags of weights or large rocks. Oh, so he wasn't even doing it like in any sort of medical way. No. The scam was first uh, uncovered when one individual died after being beaten. Oh, God. 
more than 50 people were allegedly taken to, quote, rooms of horror in apartments or warehouses. Among those arrested are doctors and physiotherapists who allegedly filed false medical reports and a lawyer who filed the insurance claims. So they had to have, they got the guy who breaks the bones, then they had to have on the payroll doctors, yes, lawyers, yes, who would then file these reports, yes, and then everybody would just take a piece of the insurance payout, yes. Wow. One woman had her hand chopped off. No. For this. Yeah. But 34 people arrested, and they call it the bone breaking medical insurance scam. <sighs> so desperate, man. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see the news story of the uh, guy that they arrested, the cops arrested, who was going. 209 on the Gardner, which is a 90. The Gardner? Yeah. You see that story? How do you even go 40 on the Gardner? This guy, sorry, my mistake. Not 209, 204. Still, though. Still. There's never a chance to go above 60. How do you, what time of day was this? This was just before 4 a.m., Oh, yeah, maybe. Okay. 23-year-old facing several charges, including yeah. refusing to provide a breath, uh, breath sample because oh, they suspected yeah, he yeah, was drunk. Yeah, he was impaired. Yeah, yeah. And they asked for a breathalyzer, and he said no, so they arrested him. If you refuse to do that, can't they just capture the air around you? With what, their mouths? Like, is there not Like, you sort of- breathe, and then the cop goes, <gasps> got it! <laughs> and, he like, and, he, and he puffs up his cheeks and, and blows it into a jar? <laughs> Asking the official police jar. Yeah, but like, if he doesn't have the jar, does he then have to blow it in his partner's mouth? <laughs> While he and makes then the arrest? And then that person, and then that person has to, and then that he officer ha- has to like, hold it until they get back to the police station? Yeah, if they don't have the jar, if they don't have the air jar, he's got to hold it. That's why they have partners. <laughs> you know, it's answers like that that make me think I ask stupid questions. No, Maury, there's no stupid questions. So he was charged with refusing one. to provide a breath sample, dangerous operation of a motor vehicle, stunt driving, and speeding. But 204 in a 90 on the Gardner westbound near Ellis Ave. Yeah, I look at my thingy in the car. I can't go that high. And your Yaris? Yeah, like... 204, that's off the meter. Yeah, no, your, yeah, Yaris, your Yaris doesn't go 204 more. It goes 160 at best. Yeah, at best. That's because <laughs> when it starts to shake, if you go above 140. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It was like, and they haven't released his name yet. It's so crazy with the Gardner, man, because it, it's a highway or like, I don't even know what the hell you call the Gardner, whatever it is. Yeah, I'd say it's a highway. And the only times that you could drive free on the Gardner, it's so wild. There's that sweet spot between like, 3 a.m. and 4.10 a.m. And every other time, it's just hell on earth. Yeah. Just hell. You're traveling at 2. Yeah, exactly. Not, not, not 2.04, 2. No, 2. At 2.04 in the afternoon, you're traveling too. Yeah, like, it, I, I, uh, I had to come down from ET Canada one day last week across the Gardner, and I left early, and it was like 1.30, 1.45 in the afternoon. Yeah. And it took 30 minutes to get across the Gardener. What? Yeah. 30 at, minutes. At 1.30 one, at in the afternoon. Yeah, no thanks. Like, rush hour starts at, at noon, lunchtime. Yeah. And it goes, I know, and it goes, in goes until 7. Mess. Traffic in the city is a mess. But yeah, uh, 23-year-old 
facing several charges, was traveling yeah. 204 wow. on the Gardner, which is a 90. Wow. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. When did Beyonce drop all this stuff from uh, Homecoming? Ooh, was it last night it came out? Or is it out now? Is it out now? It's out, it's out now. Fam, I was watching it this morning on Netflix. It's when I got it when I got into work. I was talking to uh there's a lot of Beyonce fans who this footage because this was the, the the sort of documentary film that they put together from her Coachella set last year. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who look at this footage and it's weird to them because they're used to seeing the terrible footage that currently exists, watching that over and over and over again, because nothing was ever officially released. No high-quality footage was officially ever released. So they've seen the whole show many times over, but just from bad angles with bad cameras and everything else. So to see this footage is like tweaking people. Like they don't know how to handle it because they know it very well, but now it's just like they just perfect. Know, they just know the wrong parts of it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. I mean, dude, it's like two hours and 17 minutes. That's crazy. I got though, through yeah. an hour of it right before the show started. How was it? It's great. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Beyonce. Sure. She's a performer. Sure. Um, she's How- just fantastic. The crowd was into it. The crowd, you know, they had some really nice crowd shots. How's the film, the filmy parts of it, though? How's the, the sort of documentary aspects I of actually, it? Actually, so I'm more interested in that stuff than I am the actual concert. So you I, fast forwarded through all that stuff? No, no, oh, I still watch it. Are you okay. kidding? You think I'm going to fast forward through yeah. it? I don't know. Alabama. I'm a Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Queen this? I think Queen B would know if I fast forwarded through this. No, I mean the documentary parts. I was oh, asking no. if you fast forwarded oh, through that. Oh, no. I watch any, all of that. Is there like stuff where, like, you know, she's arriving? Like, is there stuff that we, we would never see except for in this documentary? Yeah, there's like they rehearsal take, stuff. There's rehearsals from like, oh, wow. like hundreds of days yeah. before. There's like 45, like without giving too much away, because I find like fans would really enjoy it. But there's like this really nice moment where it's like 45 minutes into it where she talks about uh, planning on doing Coachella in 2017. Yeah. And not being able to because she got pregnant with the twins. Right. And then she was talking about the whole pregnancy portion of it and uh, what a strain it was on her body and how she was just like really down about herself in preparation for Coachella 2018 and all the work she had to do and they were showing like 101 days before yeah, Coachella yeah. performance, 91 days before, 50 days before, and showing her transformation, working out. And then she starts talking about um, how strict she was with her diet. Yeah. And she wanted to fit into this one specific outfit. And it was a real nice moment where she finally gets to fit into this outfit. I and the first, she, the first person she wants to call or FaceTime is her husband, Jay-Z. Right. Oh, okay. That's great. She fits into the outfit and she's like, babe, look at me. Yeah, see, that's the part, that's that's the stuff that I'm interested in, not so much the performance stuff. It's really, really good though, especially Um, if you're Beyonce, like, just go watch it. Yeah. It's really good. Do you know what yeah. I wish Netflix would do is, and I know this would it's not their thing, but it would be awesome, is if just for the one day they we could watch this on, you know, an IMAX screen or a big screen. You know what I'm saying? But uh, they can't do that. No, I prefer to watch the stuff at home. Same. See, but something like this, it would be awesome to see on a big screen. Nah, I don't want to sit with people. <laughs> I'll watch that at home on the weekend alone. Damn. 
But then you're, you're going to fall asleep. I know. Yeah. I said on the weekend. I didn't say one time on the weekend. I'll probably, I'll probably dip into this five or six times this week. It's a long week. got a long weekend, Maury. Okay? Okay, hold on. I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. trying to figure out what Beyonce song to play now because I'm in my Beyonce zone. Formation. How much, of the, how much of the stuff from the concert do you have? Let's hear some of that. Oh, no, I mean, like, on the radio, on the radio. Right? Yeah, I oh, want to hear but, some stuff from the concert. Oh, so that's the thing. So they released the Netflix special, but then the live album version is out, like, everywhere on oh, all streaming platforms. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, all right. This is, uh... She does Destiny's Child stuff. Isn't that with Right? Yeah, that sounds great. And then there was this. Around the world. And... Oh, oh, God. So if you get a chance, at some point, you're going to watch Homecoming, Beyonce on Netflix. Yeah. And it is... It's fantastic. I love it. There isn't a part of the documentary that I don't like. Can't wait. Oh. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, today is, I don't want to screw this up. I hate this day. What? It's National Haiku Day. Oh, National, haiku? National Haiku Poetry Day. Excuse me. Uh, Japanese poets have been writing haikus since the mid-1600s, and you can too. And today is all about celebrating uh, the haiku. And Maury, I can only assume that you've prepared... Many. Many. Many, many haikus. Wow. Okay. And the thing with Maury and haikus, which we've discovered over and over and over again, is there are actual rules to a haiku. And, yeah. And the rules aren't that it rhymes. There's different rules to a haiku. The rule is that... The last letters rhyme. Okay. If you say so. The last so. letters rhyme? <laughs> Words. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> just don't start questioning things now. Um, okay, Maury, would you, how many do you have? Ten. Ten. Okay, so uh, the Rosa Ten words or haikus? Haikus. Resident Poet Laureate, uh, okay. Dan Maury, for National Haiku Day. Maury, the audience is yours. I love to have some tuna. With lots of mayo and corn. Is it for lunch or dinner? I'm torn. Not a haiku. Okay, check mark. Not a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a haiku. That's not a haiku. It's a short poem. No, it's not a that, that, it's not a haiku. Okay, we're like a line. Last word no, is No, haikus rhymes work. with torn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Corn rhymes with torn. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. Corn does rhyme with torn. I'll give you that. But haikus are 17 syllables. I love to have some tuna with lots of mayo and corn. How many syllables does tuna have? Tuna. Okay, two. Yeah. Two. I love to have some tuna. No, that's nope. three. <laughs> tuna. It's not, it's not tuna. <laughs> Should we just move on to the next one? Okay, but, yeah, but do you know the rules of a haiku? Yes. Okay, what are the rules? Explain the rules to people who may not be familiar with a haiku. Rhymes and syllables. Okay, how many <laughs> syllables? Fifteen, apparently. No, seventeen. seventeen. Specifically, <laughs> not fifteen. Apparently, Man. it's seventeen. Okay. Specifically, what is the hottest part of a guy? I've always loved a smooth shin, although some are too thin. Okay, how many syllables is that now? 
what is the hottest part of a guy? Do you know how to count <laughs> syllables? Okay, but let's just leave haikus yeah, over here for one second. Do you know how to count syllables of words? Claps with the letters. With okay. the letters? With the letters or the words? Words, letters in the words, yeah. The movements. Okay. Word movements. Okay. Okay. What is the hottest part of a guy? How many syllables does hottest have? Hottest. Okay, two. thank you. What is the hottest part of a guy? How many syllables does guy have? Two. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, Maury. Um, haikus are, it's, it's five syllables, mm-hmm. seven syllables, five syllables. So line one is five syllables. Five. Line two is seven syllables. Yeah. Line three is back to five syllables. Doesn't have to rhyme. Okay, count. It does not ha- have to <laughs> rhyme. <laughs> As you can tell, the word have has five syllables. Here's the next one. <laughs> Okay, go. I always put on my pants left leg than right. Some days I wear a belt and some days I don't. It all depends if it's too tight. Right and tight. Okay. But how many syllables is that though? I always put on pants left leg than right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just applaud for yourself? <laughs> The, word, really right, the like, word right, you just gave like two and a half syllables to. Okay, can we try this one? Sure. What is yeah. the point of the male nipple? It's covered in hair and people just stare. Not a haiku! What is the point of the male nipple? Nipple? Did you just give nipple three syllables right in the middle? <laughs> Nip. Nipple. Nipple. Yeah. Two. Two. Okay. Count. What you is the this, point? Uh, this is when I start getting harassed by people on the street that go, hey, let me tell you, let me ask okay. you a question. This one's definitely high let, let, me, let me ask you a question about the show. And nobody, I'm not going to tell anybody. And I go, yeah, what do you want to know? Anything about the show? Ask me anything. And they go, is, uh, is Maury really like that? <laughs> this one's definitely haiku. Okay, last one. Last one. I really look so young. I've been told I look 28 and act super straight. Wow. First Who of said all. that? Nobody. <laughs> the, haiku. the haiku. No. That's who the no. haiku. Now you're just lying. That's who the haiku. Oh. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Weekend. Love yeah. it. Um, And Saturday is going to be the first 420 since uh, pot was legal. Legalized. Yeah, I was reading an article this morning about how legalizing pot just made pot boring. But they're still doing like an annual 420 celebration in I the know, city. But there was always a sense of not danger. I don't want to say danger, but there was always a sense of rebellion. There was always a sense of we're on the right side of things and we just need to convince people otherwise. There was yeah. always a sense of listen to us there was always a sense of i don't know a, a lot of this sort of like screw you you can't tell me what to do and screw you and like you name it and, and, and nothing was like over the top right like yeah. nothing ever got violent nothing ever no. got but there was always a sense of of a little bit of danger of a little yeah. bit of doing something a, a tiny little bit wrong uh, it's with, always with like, yeah, I'm high, but what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, you know. <laughs> and now, now it's like, okay, you're high, and yeah, now like I'm looking at all these stores, and you know, these weed stores look like the Mac store. Like, totally. 
I saw one on the news the other day. It looked like freaking Shoppers Drug Mart. Yeah. That you're walking into. Yeah, like the, the 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 danger out of weed is gone, and not that it. And, and and don't get me wrong, I'm not advocating for the danger of weed. I don't think people with minor weed convictions should be charged or in prison or in anything like that. I'm not saying that, but there was there was sort of a cool rebellious aspect to it. Weed has always been a counterculture activity, and that's now gone. Yeah. So for the longest time, it was at Dundas Square. Yeah. And then last year, they moved it to Nathan Phillips Square. Which was lame. So lame. And like far less people showed up than previous years. So this year, they're moving it to Woodbine Park. Really? Yeah. Not even downtown? Not even downtown. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. you got to head out to Eastern and Coxwell to Woodbine Park to partake in any of the, the 420 festivities that are happening yeah, on Saturday. See, there you go. I mean, y- y- you win because it's legal, but you lose the camaraderie. Oh, for sure. Like we're all fighting for the exact same yeah. thing and we're doing it in a, like a very mellow way. Yeah, but there's nothing to fight for anymore. Nothing at all. This, this, which is fine. You won. Like there, I'm not saying that disparagingly. Totally. Now it's just a bunch of people smoking weed in the park. Right. Right, but I know Vancouver's still doing a big 420. They are. Like Cypress Hill's playing, and yeah. like they're going to get everybody smoked up, and why not, It right? becomes a festival at that point. Y- it does, yeah, no, right. you're right. But it's, it's, I don't know, I'm with you on this. It's kind of lame now. Yeah. It's like there's there's a little magic gone at a 420, yeah. which is unfortunate. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, that Drake curse continued at Scotiabank Arena last night mm-hmm. when the Leafs lost to Boston. Uh, the Drake curse is that anytime Drake wears a jersey uh, of a team he's supporting, <laughs> that team ends up losing. Yeah. And we were talking about this yesterday where there's like soccer clubs that have banned their players from just for this season, for the rest of this season, banned their players from taking <laughs> pictures with Drake. Yeah. Uh, or I agree. posting a picture of Drake on <laughs> social media. I agree. Because every time that happens, those teams have, have lost. Yes. And Manchester United has gone as far as to throw off their other opponents by posting pictures of Drake wearing their opponent's jerseys. Right. And then those teams lose. Yeah. So there's like an all-Drake ban. Dude, I saw Drake last night standing up at some box, yucking it up with his friends. Yeah. Wearing the Leafs jersey. I'm like, you didn't have to. What, he didn't have to, he didn't have be to there? Wear, he, didn't have to, he didn't have to wear the sweater. Oh, yeah, no. I'm sure they presented it to him. But don't wear it. You know this. Like, at this point, you're trolling, right? Oh, he fully which knows is, that he's trolling. Yeah, Are you kidding? Which, is, which to me is kind of a D-move. Right. Like, you're not supporting at this point. You're trolling at this point. Yeah, because he knows he's going to get the attention. Right. He knows that at some point during the game... The cameras are going to be on him. Of course they are. And they shot, like, they go to him. I don't know, man. I'm just saying that I don't, it's not that I believe in a curse. It's not that I believe in any of this stuff. But when you know what's going on, man, right? And you show up and you're wearing the sweater, the Leafs jersey. The jersey. It's called a sweater. No, it's not. Yes, it is. A leaf sweater? Yeah, it's what it is. It's not called a jersey. It's called a sweater. It's a hockey uh, jersey. No, it's not. It's a hockey sweater. Says who? Are you trolling? No, I'm not trolling. Are you, are you draking me right now? No, I'm not draking you. It's called a, a hockey sweater. Yeah, it is a hundred percent. The internet, according to the internet, yeah. it actually is called a sweater. Yeah, it's a hockey sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. according to the internet. Yeah, I had people call it a jersey. 
But it's it's called it's a hockey sweater. You I know it's weird. Isn't there doing? actually That's a song, weird. the hockey sweater? It was a book. I think it was a kid's book. Like yeah. I know back like when it was the original six. Yeah. They're made of wool. Yeah. Yeah. They were they yeah. were really they re- were sweaters. Yes, but it is still called a hockey sweater. Yeah. I know that you say like Jersey Day. You say all this stuff, right? I yeah. get it. I get it. I fully get it. So is it a... You a, could say Jersey. It's fine. Nobody says anything, but I still say sweater. Huh. But is it a Jersey or a sweater for all other sports or only hockey is it a sweater? Hockey's a sweater. Well, listen, uh, Drake is not allowed to go to Boston. And if he does go to Boston for the next game tomorrow, for game five, yeah. feel free to wear the Boston sweater. Right. And nobody, I'll tell you this, no, if Drake wore the Boston sweater last night, nobody yeah. would have said anything. We would have loved it. Oh, We yeah. would have carried that man out of there. But you don't troll people like that, man. Do you man. think that security at the arena have pictures of Drake saying, do not let in? No. You're not going to let Drake in? No, but just don't wear the sweater, okay? Just don't do it. It's, it's rude. You're trolling at this point. Yeah, it's, Drake, it's, just stop it, please. <laughs> the Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. You read this uh, Suicide Squad story? No. They're adding to I the cast. I don't know why I said that so aggressively, by the way. I no, know. I didn't, man. Tell me about it. I'm um, interested. Because this is so, still James Gunn, right? Even though they hired him back to do Guardians. Yeah. He's still, he's going to follow through a Suicide Squad. He's writing and directing gotcha. the movie. Okay. Uh, hitting theaters August 6th of 2021. Wow. So we already know uh, Margot Robbie is back. We know that Idris Elba has joined the cast. But not playing Deadshot. Not playing Deadshot. He's going to be somebody else. Right. But they've added, and I'm actually kind of down with this. Okay. John Cena! WWE superstar John Cena. What's he going to do? They haven't said which character he's going to play. But John Cena is slated now to star in the new Suicide Squad movie. I hope it's the Joker. No. <laughs> joking. Come on, man. <laughs> the look on your face. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't Me mind either. that. I'm actually kind of happy that John Cena's finally like... He's been trying so hard to to make it in Hollywood. Yeah. And it's taken a real long time. And he's fine. Like, he was great in that Blockers movie. I thought he was real funny in that. Yeah, and he was funny in Daddy's Home, too. In Daddy's Home, too, yeah. Like, I like, I think that he's best suited for the comedy. Like, I don't take John Cena in the action roles. Like in Bumblebee? Yeah, he was in Bumblebee. I didn't, yeah, I don't know. It's different with The Rock. Like, because, I don't know, there's, The Rock is just always The Rock. Yeah. Right? Regardless of what he does, whether he's in Ballers or he's in Fast and Furious, he's always just The Rock. Yeah. But Cena will play a character which requires you to have an ability to act outside of the persona that made you you. He was real funny, I thought, in, oh man, what's the Amy Schumer movie? Trainwreck. Yeah, Trainwreck. That's what I was coming in to say. So Yeah. Trainwreck was one of my favorite roles but, for him. Yeah, he's but he's funny, right? Like yeah, he's, he's a good, funny he's guy. He's good at that. He's really good at that. But I don't know. Like you, to be able to act outside of like you have to be with the roles that he's he's sort of latched onto, you have to believe him as something other than John Cena. Yeah. Right? Where with The Rock, like even in Ballers, he's still just The Rock. He sure is. Like he's just like he's still The Rock and, and when he does Fast and Furious movies, he's still The Rock. Yeah. Where John Cena, when he's in these movies, he's no longer John Cena. He's no. just like the neighbor with super huge muscles or yeah. like the, the the dumb jock who and it takes a lot more to, to make it to make that believable. Yeah. And you have to be really good. 
I'm real happy about this stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm cool. I like, jo- I like John Cena. So there I mean, you go. John Cena has now joined the uh, the cast of the new um, Suicide Squad movie that's coming out August 2021. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, William. Hi, Mocha. What's up, buddy? Good, how are you? Good, man. Uh, so what yeah. you wrote us, William, was this. Do you guys think a couple can go back to where they were when one of them stepped out and cheated? How would you make the other one feel better as a friend? Yeah. So your friend was cheated on about a month ago, and you say that he's really upset. And they also have kids together, and we're already planning a divorce. And you want to know, as a friend, what you can do to help him, right? Yes. So they were all. So were they planning the divorce before the cheating um, happened? I don't think so, but there were problems. They weren't uh, talking as much. Yeah. And but uh, there were definitely problems. But so, then uh, I think. The cheating was just a turning point. So she cheated. Yes. She cheated. And has he ever cheated? No. No. I mean, the only thing I think that you can do is be there for your friend and be supportive of your friend. And, and, you know, when your friend needs a a person to talk to, you can be there to hear him out and uh, and to give, you know, a shoulder to cry on, really. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. But uh, my issue, my problem, uh, not the problem, but my concern is because they have two kids together, right? So. So one of the things he asked me is because my parents are divorced. So he was asking me how I I felt when they when it happened, mm-hmm. because he was really concerned about his kids. Yeah, they, he doesn't want to give them a, a bad experience, and then like the mother is never there. Well, I mean, so, uh, you can give yeah. him, you can give your friend the advice that Moke and I have given to people who are actually in those situations, and that is, you know, let's leave the cheating thing to the side because some people can get over it and they thrive as a couple, and then other people can't. But you have to recognize what kind of person you are, and you know, they have to find that in them in themselves. If the the relationship is damaged beyond repair because of trust issues, that will only turn into resentment, which will turn into absolute hell for the entire house, kids included. The smart play when a couple is splitting and you're in it with somebody who you don't like or you're warring with is to not look, is to take the emotion out of the situation and you and your partner, your ex, have to look at your kids like your business and you guys just become business partners and you want your business to thrive and so you take all emotion out of it because people who run businesses together don't have to like each other. You just have to be on the same page about getting that business to thrive. So the advice that I would tell you to give your friend is to one, identify the problem and then move towards a solution. So you can't just be sitting here going, I don't know if I can forgive her. I don't know if we're going to split up. I don't know this. Identify the problem and move towards a solution fast. And then if it is the two of them dissolving their marriage uh, to put the kids as the priority and let their own pettiness and cheating and everything else not even play a factor in what's the most important thing at that point, which is those kids. Yeah, and uh, I think the, the kids are really young at this point. And I think the guy, uh, my friend, needs a little bit of time because right now he's telling me like he can't even look at her. So I sure. think he needs a bit, a bit of time to uh, get over this the situation. Yeah. And then, uh, but oh, yeah, he's going to go become, through all yeah. sorts of emotions. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is. But he can't take like he, you know. I I understand people need time, but he's still a parent, right? Yeah, like yeah. You, you can't, can't stop being a parent. Yeah, you can't just bail for you can't you know when you're cheated on. You can say, man, I need a night, but you can't say I need a little bit of time and and bail on being a parent mm-hmm. because that is exactly doing the wrong thing. Yeah, the priority needs to be the kids. 
right? Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Yeah. That's what I told him as well. And then now he, they sent their kids back to their parents' house for right. a, 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 a few, uh, like a, a, a few weeks or a month. And then they're just going to sort things out between themselves. Yeah. So, because they don't want the kids. Wow. To I mean, there. they can't be away from their kids for a long, long period of time. Yeah, not, not too long, but then, yeah, yeah they just mm-hmm. need to figure out what to do. So does the wife want to be with them or she doesn't want to be with them? I don't know because yeah. I haven't spoke. The wife is a friend too, but I haven't spoke to the wife mm-hmm. after this happened. Yeah. Right, so I'm not sure. Okay, and just make sure he doesn't start feeling like a victim because that's how you get into a bad place. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. Okay, brother. Okay. That's tough, man. When you're when you're when you're the friend when you when you got to play the friend role when you're oh yeah yeah it's tough yeah. it's hard. Thanks for it's reaching hard, out, William. Yeah. All right, uh, love the show. I listen to you guys every morning, and uh, yeah, glad you guys called me. Oh, thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's fix my life only on Kiss. You want to hear the, the the best dad letter of all dad letters? Dad letter? Yeah. So there's a woman uh, who's on Twitter, and her name is Claire O'Connor, and she wrote her mom to tell her mom that she was thinking of buying a Peloton bike. Oh, okay. Yeah. One of those like... I know. It's an exercise bike. Yeah. It's a very expensive exercise They're extremely bike. expensive, yeah. And so she told her mom that she was thinking about getting a Peloton bike, and then her dad wrote her a note. So she wrote this on Twitter. I told my mother I was considering buying a Peloton and received this email minutes later from my father, who I should really start enlisting if I need to drag someone. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So the dad wrote this. So the daughter saying, hey, I'm thinking about getting one of these Pelotons. And the dad's like, okay. So he wrote her this. I had heard of Peloton and concluded that like the use of cocaine, it's another way of God saying people have too much money. (laughs) It is a ridiculous amount of money for such a basic concept as riding a stationary bike. You can ride a bike you own for as long as you want and cut the inevitable boredom factor by listening to podcasts or TV clips or clips of waves and sand. The idea of looking at a screen while some while, while some cycling pro broadcasts encouragement is preposterous. I would implore you not to waste precious after-tax income <laughs> on this latest attempt to encourage social strivers to show they live a more ratified level than the proletariat. <laughs> Who wrote that? My dad? Yeah, exactly. I would say, I would implore you to not waste, quote, precious after-tax income may be the most dad thing any dad has ever written. (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, this is the Ronza Mocha Show. Hey, my Hi. name is Celine. What's up? Hey, um, I'm I'm calling actually from Ottawa. Oh, okay. Welcome to the Ronza Mocha Show. Thank you for having me. I um was wanting to call in to see if Maury would like to try to guess at a few French words I had in mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you want to play this game? Yeah, um, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Maury. We get time in here. for this right now. We got time for this. Of yeah. Of course. Okay, yeah. Sure. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah. How's Ottawa? Oh, it's nice. The snow is finally melting. Yeah, I can only imagine. Did you guys get a lot of snow yesterday? Oh my God. It snowed so much. It's like third winter now. Oh. Uh, okay, uh, say hi to Dan Amore. He's here with us now. Hey, Amore. Bonjour. Oh, here we go. So what did you want to do? You want to just, you're going to say a word in French and you would like Amore to try and do the English translation or try and figure out what that word is? Is that the deal? Yeah. Okay. If you can try to guess at what it means. Sure, go for it. So, okay, if you need me to spell it, let me know. Oh, no, I'm but good. this first French word is 
Rabobini. 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 Hat. No. It's a verb. Hat? Beanie. No. Oh, no, no. Give him that clue again. Please, please. Give him that clue again. It's a verb. It's a verb, Maury. Roz, can I whisper something to you? Yeah, sure. What's a verb? What's a verb? Exactly. Um, <laughs> it's a French word, duh. It's a French word, yeah. Okay. Rebabini, 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 Rebabini. Yeah. Rebabini. Oh, bean dish. Bean dish. That's not a verb, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> I want right, you tell him what it is. What is what, it? What is it? It's to rewind. Oh, to rewind. Okay, next word. Okay, pomplemousse. Pomplemousse. Oh, like a compliment. Like a person no. who always wants compliments, like your pompous, pomplement. It's a fruit, Maury. Try to guess which one. Oh, pomplemus, pomplemus. Or pomplemus. 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 I'm going to say watermelon. Nope. What is it? It's a grapefruit. There you go. I was close. It was round. Okay, what's next? <laughs> what's next? Give us another one. You want to try a body part, Maury? Please. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, hey? Oh, hey. Oh, Ray. Oh, yeah. Ray. Oh, Ray. Oh, Ray. Oh, Ray. Oh, Ray. Oh, Ray. I am going to say oh, forehead. Oh, Ray. No. Because it's where you the rays two. of sun go. I have two? Good clue. Oh, eyeballs. No. Ears. I have two ears. I have two eyeballs. Yeah, that's right. Ears? It's ears, yeah. I would have gotten there. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you very much for calling in today. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for having me. Au revoir. Always nice to talk to Au somebody revoir. in Ottawa. Thank you. Bye-bye, guys. Love ya. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. All right, time to get into it. All right, Mocha, are you ready? You know it. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, the Trivago spokesperson, Tim Williams, was busted for drinking and driving. No. Yeah. The guy, the guy? Like yeah, the, the guy, that the we guy. see in the, in the commercials? Yeah. I don't like that they clean him up. You like I, when he was just like the, the dirty liked, traveler? Yeah, I liked when he was just like the regular guy and everybody was kind of like, what is going on with this Trivago guy? And then they caught on that everybody was like, what's going on with this Trivago guy? And then they turned the Trivago guy into something. And now he's not interesting. Yeah, because they had a thing and then they took that thing and tried to make another thing out of it. Yeah. Which just leave the original thing because that's what people enjoyed. Thank you. Right? Like Stupid. we liked it that way. Yeah. I don't like it now that he's self-aware. Like yeah. that's what sort of kills. It and always like kills. dresses up. Yeah, and like, like it's all this stuff when he's self-aware. I, I don't know. I don't like that stuff. I, listen to me. We're going way too long on the Trivago guy. <laughs> <laughs> like way too, way too long on the Trivago guy. Oh, have you ever heard this term? It's called cloaking. So we know ghosting. Yeah. But now there's cloaking. And okay. what cloaking is, is so ghosting, you go out on a date with somebody, everything else, and then you just never reply to them. Sure. Cloaking is you go out on a date with somebody and then you don't ghost them, you cloak them, meaning as when you get home or you leave that date, you block them from everything. So they can't find you or reach out or text you or call you or DM you. Oh, wow. Right? So it's wow. not, so ghosting is you just ignore it. Yeah. Cloaking is you've blocked, you've put the cloak of privacy over yourself. So after the date, you then cloak them or cloak yourself, I guess, uh, where they can no longer even contact you. <laughs> Which I imagine in the dating world, if somebody thinks a date went great 
and somebody else thinks the date did not go great. Like, could you imagine getting cloaked after what you thought was a decent date? Yeah, no, that's terrible. Like, that's hard to overcome. There's some, knowing that there's somebody in the world that, like, not ignoring you. Ignoring you's fine. That's when but, you gotta, like, take a break. For all, That will affect somebody so yeah. much that you take a break from dating for a bit. Yeah, like, I don't know if I've ever had anybody in my life that I've known of that has had to hide from me or felt the need to hide from me (laughs) or pretend that I don't exist. Like I no longer exist. (laughs) It's such a weird thing, man. That's probably the lowest of the low. It is. Oh, man. All right. So uh, Johnny Depp's lawyers have responded to Amber Heard's allegations of abuse. So Amber Heard is going into great detail in alleging that multiple instances of abuse at the hands of Johnny Depp during the course of their brief marriage. Um, But his lawyer, Johnny Depp's lawyer, is saying that she's lying. So Heard submitted a declaration as a response to Johnny Depp's $50 million lawsuit that he filed against her earlier this year. Uh, Amber Heard claims that drug use made him, quote, a totally different person that she dubbed, quote, the monster. Wow. She says that in uh, May 2014, Johnny Depp became enraged because she was filming a movie with James Franco, and I guess they had, like, a love scene in it. And she claims that during a flight on a private jet that he started throwing objects at her. She said, at one point, I stood up, he kicked me in the back, causing me to fall over. Johnny threw his boot at me, yelled, James Franco. Uh, And then he went into the bathroom, passed out, locked the door, for the remainder of the flight. Johnny Depp's attorney, however, says that they have 87 surveillance videos, 19 witness statements, and growing and other evidence that shows beyond any doubt that Amber Heard also perjured herself when she sought and received a temporary restraining order. They say, quote, we are now interviewing other women who have come forward claiming that they are the victims of domestic violence at the hands of Amber Heard. Wow. So this is ugly. Right? This is ugly. They're, they're, she's claiming Johnny Depp uh, abused her, and they're saying they're lining up witnesses to say that Amber Heard is a domestic abuser. Oh, this is getting nasty. Yeah, it is. And uh, Tiger Woods won the Masters over the weekend. That's Many his first time we in a real long time. But here it is. Here we go. The return to glory. Tiger Woods, congratulations. You are once again the Masters champion. When you you could compare those golf commentators announcing that Tiger won the Masters compared to like a, a hockey commentator. Oh yeah, to when they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Oh my God! They've done it again for the fifth time in six years. Oh, Stanley Cup champions! Welcome back to the Masters, Tiger. Many doubted we'd ever see it, but here it is: the return to glory. Tiger Woods, congratulations. You are once again the Masters champion. Calm down, sir. You're getting a little too loud. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Apparently, men's beards have more bacteria in them than dog fur. What? Yeah. No. They tested. Shut up, Maury. (laughs) Eat your apple. (laughs) I don't need you chiming in here. Um, Apparently, they, they tested men. They sampled men's beards, and then they sampled dog's fur. And according to the study, there were more germs and bacteria found in men's beards than in the dog fur. The researchers sampled the beards, and they found that 100% of men had high microbial counts in their facial hair versus just three quarters of the dogs in their dog fur. Really? Yeah. (laughs) But like... 
Yeah. What if you wash? Like, if you wash, you're fine, right? I don't know, man. Like, if you moisturize know. and... I don't know. Ross doesn't I don't wash. Know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't wash my beard. Ross doesn't wash. What am I, weird? Who washes <laughs> a beard? <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So I'm watching the uh, the Mandalorian panel yesterday from the D- Celebrate uh, Star Wars in Chicago. Yeah. And... Oh, no. And it's John Favreau. Like, the whole cast is there. It's And it looks really great. And they're just going on and on and on. And then they get to the part where they're going to show you some footage of the Mandalorian. Yeah. And then John Favreau's on stage. And he goes, okay, so for, uh, he goes, don't worry. We brought some stuff for you guys to see from the Mandalorian, everything we've been working on here. Yeah. And this is going to be exclusively on the Disney Plus streaming yeah, it's service. It's a Star Wars TV show, yeah. right? And he goes, uh, don't worry. He goes, we brought some stuff here so everybody can get a little chance to see yeah. what we've been working so hard on. Wet your whistle a bit. And then he says, okay, so to everybody who's uh, streaming right now and watching this online, it's going to go black for a couple minutes and then we'll come back. <gasps> no! And, and they only played it for the people in the room. And I watched the whole thing. Oh, I watched that whole no! panel. Yeah, 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 yeah. <gasps> and then you want to know what the sweet revenge was? What? He comes back after that and goes, okay, I was, uh, he's, they just told me right now, I was supposed to tell you guys not to film that on your phones. And then I immediately stopped watching the panel and I just went on Twitter and watched it because somebody had their phone up and then they filmed it. Oh, okay. So the Mandalorian looks dope. They just don't want us to know that. What was it, like a full trailer? Or no, like, it was like a, no, it was, it was almost like um, the way that they cut it with like John, John Favreau uh, talking about the characters and then they showed clips from the show gotcha, and gotcha, sort of gotcha. like setting it all up yeah. basically. But it's very much a Western and like an old sort of gunfighting yeah. Western. And they, he, John Favreau said one thing and they, they, cause they brought in five directors, I think, uh, to do the Mandalorian. And he said, we had one rule when it came to the, to the directors that we hired you had to be a hardcore Star Wars fan. <laughs> that gets me so excited. Yeah, yeah, I cannot so, wait for so, Disney Plus, November 12th. That's the uh, launch date. Yeah, oh my so God, the Mandalorian looks great. So last night, and it was really, really quick, and I missed it. I read it this morning. They let you know what happened to Ed Sheeran's character after that one episode. So he was just, he was a soldier, right? Yeah. Basically. Spoiler but he alert. just looked like Ed Sheeran and he was sort of sure. just took you out of the moment. And a lot of people were very unhappy that they decided to give Ed Sheeran this sort of cameo. And there was one moment last night where there was characters talking about what happened to the Lannister army. And one of them says, so there's two girls just sitting there chatting. It was a very like whatever sort of scene. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how the Lannister boys never made it back from war. And Ed's character was named, um, Ed Sheeran's character's name in the show was Eddie, right? <laughs> All right. So they're just like, so these two people are talking and they go, yeah, the Lannister boys never made it back from war. That's in one scene. And then the other one goes, yeah, that boy Eddie came back with his face burned right off. He has no eyelids now. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor Eddie. <laughs> So they they inadvertently let you know that Ed Sheeran's character had a horrible ending as opposed to just letting it go. You had to go out like that? Oh, man. (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Apparently, if we all peed in the shower, we'd save 1.3 trillion gallons of water a year. I've been saying this my whole life. Sorry, say it one more time. If we all peed in the shower, it would save 1.3 trillion gallons of water a year. Wow. 
I guess. Because a pee flush is like... Oh, that's excessive water it's excessive use. excessive water use. Yeah. And so just pee in the shower, they say. I guess. I don't know. Uh, the cast of Game of Thrones for the final season, yeah. Kit Harrington making $500,000 per show... Amelia Clark the same, Lena Headley the same, Peter Dinklage the same, and Nikolai Custer Waldu uh, the same. And then Sophie Turner, Maisie Williams, and Isaac Hampstead, who plays Bran, the Creeper, uh, are all making one seventy-five uh, per episode. It's a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel fans. Hey, did you put that clip? Do we have that clip more? So at the SAG Awards this year. Sterling K. Brown was on the carpet and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel came up and she's like a huge Sterling K. Brown fan. And she crashed his interview that she was doing. Oh, okay. And during that interview, she's like, oh my God, you have to be on my show. Yeah. And so listen to this. I understand you want him on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Well, so that's, yes, I do. I would give anything to have this one on the Marvelous Mrs. I would go, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Thank you. Deal. <laughs> Why is it Sterling K. Brown that you say, oh, no, 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 we need him? Because Sterling is incredible and can literally do no wrong. <laughs> I, every time I see Sterling in something else, I, I've, I've loved our mutual, like, love festival yes. of these things. I'm just, I would, I, I would follow Sterling to the end of the earth. It goes both ways. It's just, wow, and damn. So, and so Sterling tweets yesterday. I'm excited to share some pretty marvelous news. Hashtag Mrs. Maisel, I'm coming for you. So Sterling K. Brown will be on the new season. I don't know for how many episodes. I don't yeah. know in what capacity, but Sterling K. Brown will be on the new season of they, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. They practically begged him to be on right? the show. Yeah. So Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People of 2019. They released six covers so far. Yeah. Uh, who do we got on here? Uh, Sandra O. Oh. Oh, yeah? Is on one of them, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Taylor Swift, Gail King is on there, Nancy Pelosi's on there, Egyptian uh, soccer player Mohammed Salah is on there. Other entertainers that made the list include Brie Larson, Spike Lee, Rami Malik, Ariana Grande, Lady Gaga, Amelia Clark, Glenn Close, Chrissy Teigen, and yes. BTS are on there as far as Time Magazine's most influential people. What do you think of, of that 2019? list? Uh, the entertainers. It doesn't matter oh. what your candy ass thinks, <laughs> jabroni. Mind. Okay, I shouldn't have answered. You just got checked in as SmackDown Hotel. Thanks for that. Um, Alex Trebek released another video uh, talking to fans and updating them on his uh, battle with cancer. I wanted once again to thank you for your continuing messages of encouragement and support, particularly the many cards I've received from young people. Uh, I'm touched beyond words. I've always tried to be straight with you and I'm not going to stop now. So despite what you may have heard, I'm feeling good. I'm continuing with my therapy. And uh, we, by we, the staff, is already working on our next season, the 36th year of Jeopardy. So I look forward to seeing you once again in September with all kinds of good stuff. So we got the numbers for Game of Thrones the other day, which were, I think it was around 14 million people watched. It was the biggest premiere uh, for Game of Thrones and in HBO. Yeah. But the new number is 54 million people apparently watched Ooh. Game of Thrones illegally. Oh, wait, what? 
So either streaming it, downloading a torrent, doing whatever you need to do to watch Game of Thrones illegally. What does that mean? What does what mean? Downloading a torrent. Yeah. So piracy accounted for almost 9.5 million Holy of the cow. 54 million. So China was uh, number two. So America, sorry, sorry, India was the country that pirated Game of Thrones the most. Yeah. Then China with roughly 5.2 million. Then the USA in third with almost 4 million illegal uh, streams and downloads. Uh, scientists restore some function in the brains of pigs who were dead. What? Yes. So this is where ethics of science comes into play in a very large way. And you know how fast things can escalate, right? So the brains of dead pigs have been somewhat revived by scientists hours after the animals had died. Zombie pigs? Okay, so Yale University research team, is they're very careful to say that none of the brains regained the kind of organized electrical activity associated with consciousness or awareness. Still, the experiment described yesterday in the Journal of Nature uh, showed that a surprising amount of cellular function was either preserved or restored. I bacon your pardon? The implications of this are staggering when it comes to ethics because this is where if they continue on with this and how far can you go, how much can you bring back, that means that the sort of consciousness of a person is going to be able to be sustained So you might be able to say death. goodbye to somebody after they go? I don't know. I don't know. But, but preserving something or restoring something after death is, that is like the futuristic... Oh. Ethical know, dilemmas of science fiction, right? I don't know. So that's the uh, that's the road that they're on. Now. Zombie pigs. Roz and Mocha Q and A. It's that time, y'all. Ask Roz and Mocha exclusive to the podcast. This Woo. is where we take all the questions that you ask on Instagram at Kiss925, and uh, we'll try our very best to answer as many as we can. And of course, ask one of you to join us to ask your question. Hey, is this B? Hi, how are you? You ask, uh, You have two questions this week, huh? I do. I can't remember the other one, but I'll try and remember. <laughs> okay, so uh, go ahead. Question number one is what? Um, okay, the question number one, um, I'm going to go with the more serious one. Yeah. Um, how much of your past should you reveal to a new partner? To a new partner? Yeah. Like, what do you mean, how much of your past? Is this a conversation that's happening right now in your relationship where your partner is asking you or are you asking that person? Uh, it's questions that she's asking me. She's asking you. Okay. And yeah. what kind of questions? Well, uh, a little tiny little background. Um, I came out about seven years ago. And before that, I was with uh, a few men. And mm-hmm. that, that period of my life was really dark. And um, one of them was a really, like, abusive relationship and because I have scars of like mental and physical I have to tell her that um and then right after that I ended up getting married um he passed away but since I don't have any kind of really anything connecting me to that part of my life like I don't talk to my in-laws I have nothing from my husband I'm wondering if that's something that I need to tell her. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really tough. Are you still bothered by this stuff? Like, does it, um, does it is, is there anything that? Because I know oftentimes when somebody goes through this kind of thing, it affects future relationships, it affects future sexual relationships, it affects all sorts of stuff. Um, do you have any sort of? I don't want to say baggage because it's such a terrible way to say it. But are, are oh, there, are you there, can say it. But are there, are there do, like you do? Okay, yeah, I, I think that this kind of thing. 
your partner would want to know. Now, how you tell them is completely up to you. Obviously, she knows something, mm-hmm. right? right? And and so then it becomes a secret. So this isn't something from your past that you're just not revealing. This is something where they know that there's a story attached to it, and it's obviously something that hurt, both physically and mentally. And they, she obviously wants to be a part of your life and wants to be there for you. And you don't have to roll this out all at once, but I, I, I think that you need to trust her with this information. You know, and it doesn't have to be family fodder. This isn't something that you have to discuss with your in-laws, but with the person you love and you're going to spend your life with, if that's who this woman is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I think I think that you're going to need to trust her because, you know, she's going to have to help you get through some things. Uh, Roz and I always preach, uh, you know, honesty and having that open and honest conversation with your partner is the best way to go about this. You just sit her down right. and just say, hey, here is... What's happening in my life? Here's what happened. I'm going to tell you some stuff. Uh, it makes me uncomfortable. Here are the reasons why. And, you know, if she loves you the way that you say she does, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, and you don't, have, you, you don't have to tell her everything. Yeah. You know, you can, you can just say, I'm going to tell you, you know, what you need to know. And not in a negative way, right. but I'm going to tell you what you need to know just so you can frame where I'm coming from. And you don't have to, right. get, you don't have to get into all the details. Right, uh, but you can you can let her know that something that something happened. I think that that's how relationships are built is you know through that connection, and oftentimes it's tragic. And when somebody wants to be there for you, you have to believe that they are going to be able to handle it and and not run and not judge and still come out the other side of whatever the the, the history you have. Uh, feeling the same way or possibly even, you know, stronger towards you. Right. And it makes sense. And that's exactly what I was going to do. Like, I was going to sit her down and be like, listen, like, I've had some stuff happen. Here's the gist of it. I can't go into detail because I don't want to go back to that place. But, Mm. um, and and I know that she would understand. It's just, I was kind of wondering, like, you know, how much of it should I tell her? Yeah, Yeah. just uh, handle it the way that it's going to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. And it's an an interesting conversation on a whole because, you know, this, your past is, is quite tragic and, you know, you know, my everybody's heart is breaking for you right now. But, you know, this no. is a question that everybody asks for, you know, even more frivolous things. It's yeah. like, you know, had you not gone through trauma and, you know, still the question is how much do you tell? Do you tell about all your sexual exploits that you've had? Do you tell about the times that you've had really fantastic sex with somebody? Yeah. Do, you, do you tell about the times that, you know, you were a little bit of a rebel and did it in a cab? Do you tell about all, like, where do you stop? Like, where's the line? Like, you you obviously right. assume that the person you love has a sexual past, right? You're all right. adults, stuff has happened. Um, but how much of that does somebody need to know? I always find it incredible when, and it usually it's usually guys, where they like to envision that their wife came to them, you know, pure, that there was <laughs> that there was no sex in a cab, yeah. you know, and and no, you know, guy in a in a bathroom stall at a loud club one night, like that stuff never happened. How dare but, you talk about my wife like that? Right. None of that ever happened. But that stuff did happen, yeah, no. right? But that stuff does happen. So how much of that do you tell? How much of your past, Maury, does Matthew know about? Blank slate it, baby. Okay, nothing. So wow. he was the Oh dear! So Maury showed up a virgin in that relationship, right? <laughs> Kissed for the very first time by Matthew. Yeah, and is that the way he likes it? Um, I think that you know what, like with these kind of things, it's like the, the less you know, the less hurt you get. Right. But uh, but here's the thing: is that where does the hurt come from? Yeah. Like I don't understand. Like you, you are a person. And it's not that. And- I mean, he knows that I had like I've only had one serious boyfriend right. before him or whatever, and we still use that the laundry hamper that came from him. Right. You know? <laughs> wow, wow. And what about wow. your wife, Mocha? 
Oh yeah, she knows. Yeah, yeah. But the cra- like, have you, did you? Do, but do you have crazy stuff in your past? No, no. See, you but you do you or you don't. You like you do or you don't. Like yeah, crazy. But like, not crazy. No. I'm not going to like go into detail, detail. Right. You know like, like if there was money involved, you're going to tell her there was money involved, just not how much. Hey. <laughs> 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 Hope he helped you out there, B. Uh, you did. Yes. Thank uh, you. Thanks very thanks, much. Thanks, love. Um, can I just say, like, I've been listening to you guys for like 10 years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank easily. Um, Mocha, even before that, um, I actually met you back in like 2002 or 2003. Um, I got your autograph back then, which I kind of lost since then. And, um, you guys have actually stopped me from rage quitting my job like four times. Wow. Oh, damn. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. (laughs) For being so loyal and, uh, and so supportive of the Raza Mocha show. Oh, you're welcome. You're very, very welcome. Thank you guys for doing what you do. All the best, B. Take care, guys. All right. Uh, Kelly Belgrave asked this question. First of all, I didn't know that, uh, today's, um, Ask Raza Mocha was going to start off as, or turn into an FML. Yeah, that's true. Kelly Belgrave asked this. Roz, why did you name your cat Pickles if you don't <laughs> like pickles? Does that mean you don't really like your cat? Followed with, damn it, Maury, what would you name a pet if you were allowed to have one? So all of our my cats are named after foods and uh-huh. most foods that I don't like. So we have Pickles. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, I so, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So but didn't you have one named Garbage? No, no, that was just a cat that lived in the backyard. Um, <laughs> so we have Pickles. Yeah. Cocoa, because I don't like chocolate, uh-huh. and fig, hate figs. Yeah. And then the cat upstairs, which was at one time our cat as well, it was named Beans, and I despise beans. So we have cocoa, pickles, fig, and beans. Wait, why did you... It was just, I don't know. It just happens that way. That. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I just I do despise pickles. So huh. if you get another cat, it'll be Nutella? No, yeah, I've never had Nutella, so I can't judge Nutella. Um, but, Probably be named like Maury or something. Yeah, no. Uh, no, banana is good. I want it, if I got another cat. And, <laughs> banana. Yeah, banana. I think the cat named Banana would be sweet. <laughs> or Mango. Right? Mango, yeah, right? Yeah, but I uh, know I want, I love naming animals after food. Like I, I, I said that if we get another cat, I wanted to call it Baked Potato. Not that I don't like. <laughs> not that but you I, like Baked Potato. I love Baked Potatoes, right? But I think that that's a real cute cat name. No, I really love naming animals after food. I think oh. it's, I think it's endearing. Uh, Maury, you had two cats before Matthew made you made you throw them away. Yeah, um, <laughs> not throw them away no, or give them away. Sorry, <laughs> not throw them away. It was like near the cats. He said near the cats, right? And, and so, I chose him. But what were your cats' names? Sonic and Marvin. Right. And if you did get a dog, because that's what you guys are uh, in the market for, that's your dream. The the dog, we've already have the name, Andy. Andy. Andy? Yeah, Andy, named after Andy Warhol. dog name. Because if we, it has to be a part poodle, so it'll be Andy Pujol. Oh, jeez. Here's another question. Your future self shows up and says, dude, there's something you should know. Do you listen? No. I agree. I would not no. listen whatsoever. No. Yeah, but then you're going to be spending the rest of your days wondering what it would have been. Nope, I would not. No. I just keep moving on with my life. I would. I'd want to know. Yeah, I have a real hard time with that. Well, because you're I've... assuming it's death related. What if it's you're about to win the lottery? No, because then that's going to affect the way you live your life now. Yeah. Because every decision that you make and every single thing that you do could affect the outcome of you winning that lottery. Yeah. Or what if what if the your future thing says your wife's cheating on you? Again, uh, who like cares? like I just don't that stuff like uh, first of all I don't think Catherine would ever cheat and uh but even stuff like that I'm not bothered by stuff like that. And I know that sounds terrible. I would be crushed, I would be heartbroken, right? But I'm not going to obsess about the possibility of that happening or trying to then prevent that from happening 
for my days. Like if somebody told me, if, if I came back and I was like, hey, 15 years from now, Catherine is going to cheat on you. I would then live my life for the next 15 years trying to do things to prevent that from happening yeah. as opposed to just living our lives. Like, I don't know the circumstances And she may look at that, that and be like, why are you being so weird? And, and that, and my obsessiveness may be the reason that then drives her away to cheat. Like, okay. that's how that's how this time thing works. What if you're in the driveway and your future self says, don't go in the house, there's a dude with a gun? Well, then I obviously wouldn't go in the house because there's a dude with the gun, but <laughs> <laughs> how would, then how would future self know that? Because future self would obviously had to have walked in the house and got killed so like how is future self is telling future me this self, um a ghost no it's your future self it doesn't say a ghost okay we're not talking about ghosts we're talking time travel okay so we have this is very strange yes but we have back-to-back -back questions about sneezes oh wow okay? yeah so i'll start with the first one from steven does it bug you if you sneeze around people that clearly hurt it but nobody blesses you no <laughs> no no, it does not bother me. I don't care about That's my super weird. I don't care about my sneezes that much. No, David Mori? Super weird. Um, nah, I don't care about that. Okay. Josh says if you had the power to change the sound of everyone's sneezes, what would they sound like? Oh, jeez. If I had the power to change the sound of a sneeze. I always thought, okay, if I had that kind of power, maybe yeah. change it to the sound of a really loud fart. But then what do farts sound like? Yeah. Farts can sound like farts. And like everyone just thinks that you're farting all the time. I, I think it would be funny if when people sneeze, they just went, wee! <laughs> like, but like really aggressively, like a sneeze. Yeah. Right? Like, <sighs> I think that would be kind of funny. I would like that. Because kids would be adorable. I mean, kids' sneezes are already adorable. Yeah. But that would be truly adorable. I like it I when there's some people I know that just go, it's you. It's you. No, or like, or the, it's the wind up. Like it's a. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, your eye is gonna come out your head <laughs> if you hold horse. it in like that. Uh, or like, uh, I would say like the Duke's a hazard horn. Yeah, Every that would be fun too. Yeah. yeah, I would like to. Yeah, I think that if you could mess with people like that, that would be it. Would be a lot of fun. I would like to do that. Uh, Curtis has a great question. Okay. Would you sign off on the Leafs winning the Stanley Cup this year, but the catch is that you wouldn't be able to witness one more second of the current run? Oh, my God. 100% yes. So you can't see them finish the current round. You can't see them go on to the I would next, miss every game. Next. I would miss every single game, but they would go on to and win. even in the finals. Even, even if they, yes. even if they like made it to the finals and swept. Yeah. And but part demolish. of the fun is watching the game. No, because I'll tell you, I know what Leafs fans are like, and I could spend the rest of my life just sitting in bars having people tell me in detail how every game went, and I would be A-OK -okay with that. I would be fine. I guess, and I guess you can just watch highlights and stuff, No, right? you can't. I'm assuming nothing. Oh. I'm assuming even after the fact, I will never see it. I would still sign off on it. Absolutely. I don't know if I could do it. No, I, I don't could. know. I could easily. I'd want to see all the action. No. All right. What's the next question we want to next answer? Next question. Um, has there ever been a situation? This is from Nikki. Hello, yeah. Nikki. Has there ever been a situation that made you want to drop dead from embarrassment? Oh, boy. Let's see. Any situation? Of... Yeah, I have that one I've told on the show before. Which is? I can tell it again when I was in the hospital. And... Uh... <laughs> So when I was younger, when I was in my early 20s, both my lungs collapsed. 
And so I was in the hospital for an extended period of time. I yeah. was dealing with like infections. I was dealing with all sorts of stuff. I missed fall that year, right? I was in, I went in, it was the end of summer. I came out, it was cold. Yeah. Right. Like I just completely, completely missed fall that year. And I was on so many opioids and morphine and everything. I was high for the, for the entire time because I was in so much pain. And I remember that there was a couple of nurses in there and I was a young single guy and the nurses were very flirty and I was very flirty. Not that it meant anything, but oftentimes nurses will take on whatever role they need to, to sort of make things easier for the patient. Sure. They got to make you feel comfortable. They got to make you feel comfortable. So they call you sweetheart and stuff like that. And I really appreciated all of that. So there was a couple of nurses, but there was one nurse in particular that I thought was just like, and I was high all the time, keep in mind. Yeah. But she was the, like the girl that I was going to like spend the rest of my life with. Like yeah. she was just incredible. And because I was on so much medication, your body stops working the way you need your body to work. So going to the bathroom and things like this were very difficult. So I had a developed like a giant hemorrhoid. Okay. Okay. Oh no, that's Which hard. patients do all the time. For sure. And I didn't even really know that it was there other than a tiny little bit of discomfort because I'm drunk, I'm high on opioids. Yeah. And drunk on love. And drunk on love. Thank you. So I'm high on opioids and drunk on love. And then one one late night, this nurse comes in and uh, it's super quiet in the hospital. And I always loved it when she worked nights because it was super quiet in the hospital. She would come in, hang out, and we would just like sit and chat. And it was real nice and it helped a lot. And she came in and they were like, there's a some sort of viral staff infection that's going around the hospital and people who are in um, any sort of thoracic or cardiac ward need to be tested for this to make sure that they don't that they don't have it and I was like wow okay cool because it could be extremely dangerous for somebody who's already dealing with chest stuff and so she came in she's like so we have to test for it and I was like okay cool so she walks over to the bedside and I automatically think like cheek swab or blood or something like this and then so she looks at me and goes would you roll over roll on your side and, yeah. I, and I rolled on my side and then the woman of my dreams um, lifts the blanket moves my gown over yeah. opens my butt cheeks and, <laughs> and swabs my butt <laughs> right <laughs> yeah swabs my butt and then looks at me and goes oh wow she goes don't worry we'll, 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 uh, we'll take care of that for you oh, at my giant no! hemorrhoid yeah oh, it was never the same dude. after that and I wanted to die of embarrassment oh, right then and there man. yeah I don't, I'm trying to think what situation I've ever been in. And when you mentioned hospital, the only thing that popped up in my mind is that time when I think it was like 2004, 2005, yeah. I sat on my own balls yeah, and it hurt real, real bad. Yeah. And I had to go to the hospital because I just, I couldn't even walk. It hurt that much. Yeah. And there was like two nurses and a doctor who were there yeah. and they pulled the curtain and I had to drop my pants and I'm laying there yeah. and like all three of them are like yeah. messing around. Yeah. And it's like, and, and it's like they're looking at a car at that point, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it's so like, you, yeah, it's, it's really wild. I know. Like, is, it, is it the carburetor? Is it the spark yeah, plugs? I know. Is it a transmission problem? Like yeah. here, let me look. No, let me look. No, let me look. Yeah. And I think at that point I was like, mm, man, this is And doctors nuts. are always more aggressive with those things than you've ever been to yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, like I've never, <laughs> I've never grabbed it that way before, but doctors, yeah. it's just what they do. It's so rude. But yeah, yeah Maury. Um, so it's the reason I'll never go skiing again. So I, for the one time I ever went skiing, uh, you have your skis up, the boat starts going to sort of lift you up and it was at camp. So Are you the, talking about water skiing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. 
Okay. Oh, I guess it could be winter. Yeah, there's two kinds of skiing. Yeah. Water skiing. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and so obviously the beach is busy and stuff. And as soon as the boat starts pulling away and it lifts me up, my shorts fell down. Oh. Right? So at this point, what do you do? So I'm zooming around the lake completely naked. Why didn't you just jump into the... Why don't you let go of the rope, you dingbat? Yeah, because I was like, what do I... What do I what? do? Nobody can understand what? what you're saying right now. <laughs> what were you it doing? It sounds like you are underwater right now. <laughs> I know. I was holding onto the pole, but trying to bend down to lift up my pants at the same time. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the water an, was cold. And at camp, too. You and know? the water was cold. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh actually, sure. you know what? Sure, <laughs> <Yeah>. Maury. Sure. <laughs> Everyone running to get their magnifying glasses. Uh-huh. Um, Nobody saw anything. Don't worry about it, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody ever will. Um, when Maury told the story about, uh, about camp, the other thing that popped up in my mind just now, too. Oh, my God. Okay. When Jenna and I first started dating, and we went on vacation together. <laughs> we went to Florida. And this is like when we were, you know, it was a brand new relationship, yeah. always going out, always partying, always drinking, oh, right? Yeah. So we're in Florida. We're sitting at the, the hotel pool, and we're just doing shots of vodka. And yeah. this is like... Two o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. Shots of vodka. Anyway, we get in the water in the pool, and I don't know how to swim. And she's like, I'm going to teach you how to swim. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the two of us wasted in the pool, uh-huh. and she's got her arms out with me laying across her arms, right? Like, like a baby. Like a baby. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> flailing around all over the place. <laughs> And just like water going everywhere. And then I end up, I remember I woke up because I had passed out, not in the water, but I guess maybe I stumbled out of the water. Yeah. And then went back to the beast chair and like passed out because I was like a little bit wasted. Yeah. But you know, when you are like trying to still front that you, you're this like, you you know, you're like you're the man. And I, and this goes both ways with, with men and women too. When you want to sort of, you still have that, you know, sense of just, animal passion and lust and everything else to put yourself in a position where your future wife is like holding you like a baby because you don't know how to swim. Right? I I know. Like that's embarrassing. Yeah. You're right. That is embarrassing. (laughs) We weren't even in the deep end. I'm I'm embarrassed. All I had to do like to to prevent all that flailing around was stand up. Uh, I'm uh, I'm embarrassed for you and I wasn't even there. (laughs) Uh, And finally, before we go, let's end with this. Uh, Lisa Mason writes, um, what's a weird smell that you enjoy? Oh, okay. I really enjoy the, on the outside of the house, the vent when the dryer's going. Yeah. I love that smell that it gives off. Oh, that's a good smell. I like that smell too. I like that. And I also really, really enjoy the hardware department or like uh, (laughs) in Home Depot. Yeah. Like I walk through where they have all the wood. Oh, hell yeah. I love that smell. so good. Yeah. Is there a bad smell that you like? That's a smell that people don't like? Because I know most women, and, and, and I've said this for years, I always find it weird because women love the smell of gas. Yeah. Odd. And it's so weird to me diesel. that women love the smell of gas. Do you like the smell of diesel? But I was going to say, I also, I love the smell of freshly uh, cut grass. Yeah. But I also love the smell of children's toys. 
Okay, now we're now this. This is why we do this show. This, the, you know that that patent pending that new plastic smell of children's toys. So I know at Christmas or my brother's birthdays when I unpackage a toy, I have to. I have to smell it. Why are you unpackaging toys that were given to your brother? So I can smell it. Wow, dude. That is that's just... That's like creepy basement stuff. Come here, that, like, let me smell your toys. That's the kind of... <laughs> like, that's the kind of stuff that you just... You save for group. You know what I mean? Hey, ain't this group? Uh, I love the smell of garlic on my fingers. Oh, okay. I don't mind yeah. garlic. I don't yeah. know if I get... Like, if I cut garlic, yeah. I that's don't, everyone. Oh, I don't wash great. my hands. Oh, really? You don't even no, wash your hands? not afterwards. No, I oh. will. I'll let it sit there for the whole time that I'm cooking, and I'll clean up afterwards. But I really? never, I'll never wash the smell of garlic off my fingers. I and because garlic on fingers smells different than garlic. Like I like the smell of garlic on my fingers more Dude, than I like the smell fingers? of garlic. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I do. <laughs> So dirty fingers and garlic. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, that is it for this week's Ask Razamoka. Don't forget, wherever it is you get your uh, Razamoka podcast from, please feel free to leave a rating and or review. And don't forget to share with your friends. And we will catch you on the very next Razamoka Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or on the KISS 92.5 app.